You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. New chapter this morning in the battle against Ebola. Nickelback are back. The multi-platinum band has just announced a new album and a North American summer. Until you see the flaming butthole, you ain't seen nothing yet. You guys want to do some heroin and watch the Ravens game? That's all right. <laughs> Sen- Senator Clay Davis has got you covered. I got you, bro. I got you. Welcome Shh. to Maryland. She. It's so, it's so funny that one of the worst cities is in one of the happiest named states. Yes. <laughs> Baltimore, Maryland. Something good for ya. Welcome to this week's edition of the Something Good For You podcast, where the two of us sift through the bullshit to try to find a little something good to give you. I'm one of your two co-hosts, Alex Stiff, and sitting beside me, as always, is the one and only Captain Nunn. What's up, y'all? And we are joined by the couch potato, Chris Morrison. Disgusting convenience. No, we actually have a reason this time. Even if you weren't a convenient guest, we'd be having you on this time because this is a couch potato's road trip special. No, it's Nashville, so it's ding, did a ling, ding, 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 ding. Go Vols. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Rocky Top. Last in the SEC. Yes. <laughs> no, we just got back from a fun little Nashville weekend. Figure we can kind of oh, yeah. run it back and kind of give a little play-by-play of how our weekends went. Because Chris and I had completely separate experiences than uh, Cap and his girl Kate did. Uh, because they left before we did. I had to work that Friday. So we'll reverse it back some. The reason we were even going in the first place is because um, Tuck Smith was opening up for Jackal and I was asked to run the show so this is like fuck it going up there might as well make it a road trip and everyone kind of discussed going up and we all decide fuck it we're just gonna do it I almost quit my job yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) almost you really did nah what y'all think did y'all have fun I mean like we're gonna you I was going to say, damn, okay, we're getting to the end of it now. First cool. Two minutes in. How about that thing with a great imp- episode? First impressions. First impressions before we dive deep into it our stuff. It was fun. All right, so we were going to the movies right now. <laughs> yeah. No, I was happy you guys came along because this was y'all's first time, wasn't it? Uh, my first, it was that, my first time it in Nashville. It was Chris's first time. I've been in Nashville. Oh, that's right. That's right. You've already done shows in Nashville. I forget. I forget. I mean, what do you mean, come along? I guess. Bitch, this was my right, fucking for, gig. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so like going to, going back home, like you know, my homestead, Tennessee. I'm always like I'm homesick half the time too. Oh, yeah, so it's oh, like yeah. you know, going like, hey, I can finally get to get my boys with me to my home state and you know, hang out some. So I, was I know, excited just about the that. phrasing on that. I was like, what, oh, what no, you talking phrasing, about? Okay, I've been there before, and this was my trip. What the fuck are you talking about? I can't wait. For, I can't wait for that road trip. I know. I want to go back. I, I want us to do another road trip and like legit go back to your place. I know. We'll need to hit up Memphis and just get fucking. <laughs> Uh, food drunk on barbecue. Fuck yeah! Mm-hmm. And then we'll stop at Nashville and Dollywood. <laughs> yeah, really. Know, just we kept all we of kept, the we, fucking. Like, we 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 were driving. So so we left a little bit later in the day, around yeah. three four o'clock. Yeah, because I, I still had to work, and even though it was still an early day, it's like I, I just started the job. Last thing you need to do week two in. Hey, boss man. I'm not going to be here, bro. <laughs> I'm not going to be here this Friday. I'm going to go to Nashville and have fun with my friends. It's like, no, you can't can't really do that. You can have fun with your friends all the time you walk now. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> basically, so I was just like, so I played it cool and was just like, hey, today's going to be an easy day, right? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, cool. 
Um, I have a gig in Nashville working for a band that says, is it cool if I like dip a little early? And they were like totally cool with it. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? In fact, uh, you might be able to leave by like one-ish, you know, where, where the, today seems like a really slow day. I'm like, fucking awesome. Well, 1230 rolls around. I'm a, I'm literally about to pull out my phone and message Chris be like, yo, you know, if you're up and, you know, packed and ready to go, you know, grab me at one. Right as I was about to do that, boss popped his head and he goes, hey, man, I am so sorry. I forgot. We have a Zoom meeting with eBay today. Damn. He goes, at 1 o'clock. No, sorry, at one thirty. He's like, could you stick around? I was like, yeah, 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 that's fine. And literally, as we were finishing with the Zoom call, FedEx dropped off a new shipment for us to restock. And he's like, we really got to get this done. I'm like, I know. It's okay. So I was like, I knock all that out. Like, by that point, it was like 2.30. He goes, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can go ahead and go. So, yeah, by the time Chris and I uh, get on the road, it's like 3.30-ish. and That's been like half of my show days where it's like, oh, my God, I still got – I thought the thing got added another hour to yep. my fucking <laughs> shit. It's like it, it, with all good intentions, and they were totally cool with me running off and doing my shit. But then it was like – and each time they were like, we got to get this done. Even with the face of like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, dude, it's cool. I'm, I'm asking to leave early anyway. We got shit to do. Mm-hmm. Uh but we uh, we started headed, we headed out around three, and uh, once we got past the aggravation that is forty, Dude. going into Tennessee, because there's one thing I noticed about westbound forty is it goes to three lanes and two lanes about three fucking times, <laughs> and it bottlenecks like a motherfucker. It ain't nearly as bad as coming out of like Gastonia or going towards Gastonia mm-hmm. on eighty five. But you're right, that does happen mm-hmm. a lot. Um, so we we get there and like it's a drain. The drive is kind of a drain on you. Yeah. And we, we get toward uh, Seaverville. Oh, yeah. That's where Dolly's from. Yeah, I said that. I was like, hey, man, do you know where we're at? I'm mm-hmm. like, it's the home of Dolly Parton. I'm like, man, fuck Nashville. I was literally about to say, fuck Nashville, man. We're going to Dollywood. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I actually beat you to the punch. I was like, I said, then we just wound up, because we just kept seeing the signs for Dollywood over and over. And I even said something like, I was like, I've still never been to Dollywood. So, and, the other man. Way, and we were uh, talking up how great Dolly Parton is and everything man. you know, in the car. Y'all have been stuck, because Gatlinburg is up there, too. Yeah, Gatlinburg would have packed us in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and that's the thing, is we were just like, Fuck it, we just send Cap a message, be like, have fun in Nashville. We we stuck in <laughs> we're stuck here. <laughs> we've, we've gone to praise the almighty Dolly yeah. and play mini golf yep. at uh yep, Gatlinburg. We're playing the Myrtle Beach of the Mountains, baby. <laughs> exactly. And then we're gonna go to the knife museum and pigeon forge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris would just be right at home. Oh, yeah, I'd be, Dude, I'd be it's sure. great. <laughs> but uh, we got past Sea Reveal and we're going through and uh, we get onto the Knoxville area. Um and I will say that was a lot easier than I thought it'd be. I thought yeah. going, going, hitting to Knoxville would have just bogged us down, but we were able to get through there, get to Nashville pretty mm-hmm. quick. We got we got there what nine ten o'clock or oh, nine o'clock Tennessee time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's ten o'clock. You gain a lot of Yeah, you gain an hour. Yeah, yeah, that 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 messed that didn't mess with me too much. The time change, even though that is really weird. How it just it feels like Tennessee should not be part of the time change. I'm it fucked me up whenever I would go to go to Knoxville for school because Knoxville's on east on east coast time and uh, oh. where I grew up was west coast time it'd just be a straight shot down 40 to get to where I'm from to go back to Knoxville but well, not uh, west coast time that'd be three you know, or central time yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Central. 
But yeah, I, I that would fuck me up like every semester. <laughs> oh, it would. Oh, I bet, dude. Well, like I've talked about a few times on the thing. It's like the other time when I did the road trip with Tuck and them uh, heading up north, where they did like the cheap trick shows and all that. There was a point in time where we were just straddling the time zone line, and it's like I kept like slowly like drifting off, taking naps, and it's like I couldn't tell if I was napping for like fifteen minutes at a time or like an hour and fifteen minutes at a time. You're time traveling. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking with me hearts and uh, but but body wise i mean it was only an hour difference yeah it, it, it was just like time zone changes here it was like whatever it didn't mess with me too much no but y'all got y'all got there at a good time and everything too <laughs> yeah so so again how our dates completely differentiate by the time chris and i get in um, I'm texting you being like, hey, what's up? And you're like, yo, I'm at this venue watching American Goon, which is Ricky Dover Jr.'s other band. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, and you're like, totally call my own out. They just started up. And I was like, okay, well, we're about to park and, you know, get checked in. I said, you know, let me do all that, get changed out of, you know, because you've been driving all and riding all day. You get just sweaty sitting in uh-huh. the car. So I'm like, I want to get changed out of the you know, car clothes. So, you know, give me a chance to, you know, get fully set up. So it's like, I get dressed, you know, Chris and I finally decide we're going to head out. And like, right at that time, I was like, cool, what's up? And you're like, they're playing their last song. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, and you're like, come on out to this place called Duke's. And we're like, okay, cool, because we're hungry. That place serves sandwiches all fucking night. So we roll on up. Duke's is fucking awesome. Right? Awesome little spot. Um, DJ was maybe a little loud the first night, considering it was kind of a stressful drive up. Not even stressful, just like Chris said, draining. Like road fatigue. Uh, yeah, a draining <laughs> drive. And then all of a sudden we go in, it's like... Yeah, I, I, I was feeling a little old man where I'm like, if we could turn that down like two notches, we'd be solid. <laughs> but no. Uh, You're at 11, man. Can you knock it down to an even dime? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so even, even just noise fatigue aside, it was still an awesome spot. But the best part about it, again, because Chris and I just got off the road. You've been hanging out in Nashville for a minute. Yeah. You come busting on in. Bro, uh-huh. three sheets to the wind already, and I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, we got there at like three o'clock in the afternoon, and uh, the first, and we hadn't eaten much all day either, because that, that probably added to it. And uh, but we still got food anyway. But it was at an Asian place where we stopped off. It was called mm-hmm. Namzilla. Mm-hmm. So oh, that we, sounds good. It was great. But again, it's only like sushi and not that filling. So mm-hmm. kind of added to our night too. Oh yeah, potentially. But then we went to. Uh, Dino is this little dive joint that we ought to go to next time. So I mm-hmm. still didn't get anything to eat there. Uh, we just hung out and you know got a shot, and that's how our night started. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So we went to a uh, let's see board game place. This board game bar. This oh, kind of like about, a kind of like a buff light. Yeah, kind of like that. So like East Nashville is kind of like the five points of uh, Nashville. It's like the more creative artist uh, artistic side or whatever, mm-hmm. or the artsy side. And so they have like a video game bar, which we didn't go to. I feel like I'm being a tour guide now. No, but I'm no, saying it, basement. no, you're just explaining it. Hey, yeah, that's the next stops on the next trip, man. That's, yeah, that's, exactly. That's, this is what a podcast is, man. All kinds of cool shit in uh, basement East for that for uh, yeah that kind of thing. And um, yeah, so we uh, went to uh, meet up. Uh, with uh, like you said Ricky and all those guys over at uh, uh, Five Spot where they were playing and it was so cool because you walk in just about as the place is about as big as maybe you know 
this apartment yeah really kind of roughly it's a small place well see and that's what messed us up because uh when chris and i were driving out to dukes we didn't realize all this shit was as close as it was uh-huh. i figured it would be like you know same neighborhood but like maybe a couple streets Dude. down you know that type of shit no all this was on like the same goddamn block so it's like we were trying to find a place to park and i was like oh that's the venue yeah <laughs> it's like we wound up driving past uh what was it five spot uh five spot yeah, yeah. we drove past that and i was like oh well, that's the venue. Mm-hmm. And for a and like for a split second, my brain went, "Did I type in the venue address?" <laughs> and then we looked back around. I was like, "Oh no, no! This this is also Dukes. Oh shit! Okay, everything is on this block. Okay, There's live music on every corner and shit too. Like even like on some of like Gallatin, for instance, where we found like that one vintage shop that was in that strip mall, or whatever. Uh, there's another venue called the Cobra. We finally drove by that. Uh, our last day there and I was like holy shit there's the Cobra where I've been seeing so many bands go to when they make their stop in Nashville and that's something that I definitely noticed because it's like that. that's basically all that happened on night one we all just had a few drinks had some food and went back to the but yeah American Goon was uh, great I wanted to bring this up yeah yeah yeah, when we we got there about how us you know how it was really it was super small it felt like you would see open mic acts over there or whatever Uh but then uh, I'm going to use the bathroom after I pay to get in. And then I hear the MC say, welcome to the, st- please everyone welcome Margot Price. And my brain went, holy shit, Margot Price. Which is like for those that, uh, if uh, I'd, uh, I always get super excited about it. And y'all were like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> I know, because so, yeah, you were also like, you know, Margot Price is here. And I was like, cool, dot, dot, dot. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> and, and then, and then well, the immediate thing that tipped me off to know that you were either drunk or tipsy, you replied back, dude. And I'm like, he, I know. Doesn't, he doesn't talk like this normally through text. He's like, he's having stream of consciousness through his thumbs right now. Uh-huh. Usually, usually you're a lot more articulated. You know, you think your text through. It's very concise. You know, you, your, your mother was an English teacher. So it's like, you know, you're, that shows in your texts. No. It was not showing now. You're just having stream of consciousness. Dude. No. <laughs> How dare you? My inner uh, music nerd asshole brain kicked in. Oh, I loved it. I was, and I immediately turned to Chris at the hotel. I was like, cap stroke. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got to the, when we got to the hotel, I was done. Yeah, you and were I was just like, I, I will say this. I was saying, fuck cap. I'm not going outside. <laughs> um, you weren't being that explicit with but, uh, it. I'm just like, I'm so fucking exhausted. And I had to change shoes because I, wear, I wore my office shoes yeah. to oh. drive. Yeah, so my feet were fucking hurting, um, and so we get to the hotel. Uh, they charged me twenty nine thousand dollars by accident when we first walked in. Wait, what? So my phone goes off because I have an alert. Yeah. they and they uh, they had taken out the money the morning of uh, the fuck the day we left or the, the Friday the morning before we left. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, hotel for the regular hotel charge. Hotel's good, three hundred bucks, a little shy. Good. Yeah. All right, it's already there. That way we check in. Alex just shows ID. We get the fuck up in there. Yep. Dude, we get to the fucking room. I get an alert. $29,308 has been charged to your fucking credit card. <laughs> and, my, and my bank automatically said, uh, fuck no, it didn't. Yeah. Because <laughs> my, bank, my bank does that. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and I go, I was like, huh. Am I being scammed? <laughs> like, yes. is, Jesus. Is this, is this fucking bitch trying to swindle me? So I go downstairs. I was trying to be calm as fuck. I'm like, hey, I got a problem. And I just like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you see that? That's where I paid for the hotel. And this is where you try to rob me. <laughs> a thousand percent, bitch. Jesus Christ. Uh, but it was, it was steak. So they got that taken care of. Right. So I get upstairs. I'm a little bit more 
because I got angry. Yeah. So now I'm jacked. So I'm just like, okay, now I'm awake. <laughs> and then uh, you. Yeah, because initially you were just like, no, I'm not going out. And I was like, okay, cool. So I finished getting changed. And then that's when you see the credit card thing. I was like, oh, shit. All right, well, I'll meet you down there. I said a little bit, or, you know, you just get taken care of. You make your way back up right as I'm about to walk out. And you're like, yeah, fuck it, I'll go. It's like, are you sure? Yes, because now I'm mad. <laughs> I am jacked. So, and then uh, we found out Tyler was going to be there. Yeah, yeah. shout out, out to nowhere. Tyler. Working a goddamn Kenny Chesney concert. And I thought that was the funniest thing. Is just like, again, we 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 were expecting to see a handful of people we know in Nashville that we don't get to see often. You know, you know. Not Tyler. No, I know. <laughs> That's one of those like, what the fuck are you doing here? So it jokes me to Alex. Uh, Alex had got the message from Tyler, I think, and I uh, said, "Hey man, see if you can get us into the Kenny Chesney show for free." And I love Alex or uh, Cap's response. Like, fuck no. Yeah. In so many no. words, I think the text was, "I would rather go back in time and be aborted from my own mother than go to Kenny Chesney again." Well, in my mind, I was in my mind. Ex- I was, in my mind, I was just thinking, oh, my God, that would piss so many of my friends off because they're fans of that, and they yeah. know I do not like it. So just imagine imagine if somebody you know doesn't like, uh, let's say, Iggy Pop or some yeah, shit. Right. I fucking hate Iggy Pop. And then they're like, hey, Alex, I got free tickets to Iggy Pop. <laughs> and it's just like, you motherfucker, uh-huh. you don't appreciate that shit. <laughs> But I saw it. I saw it. Backstage passes. Yeah, backstage. That was the whole crux of the the whole Tyler thing. It's like, oh no, man, you'd be backstage the whole fucking time. Man, I wouldn't go. I would not go see Kenny Chesney if he was playing in my backyard. However, I'm sure his crowd was way more attractive than Jackals was. (laughs) I bet he didn't shoot a gun, did he? (laughs) But uh, that's later. Uh, But no, I was just like, I texted a friend of mine. She's a listener. And I was just like, hey, I got something to say. It's going to piss you the fuck off. Uh, we did get offered to go to the Kitty Chesney show for free. <laughs> An absolute lie. <laughs> yeah. But I love, I love Tyler's like, yeah, you can just put on a black shirt and follow me around. <laughs> 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 and technically it's free. <laughs> but I just told her, I was just like, you're going to fucking hate this. <laughs> but I had a chance to go see them. Because I've told that, I told that to you before. Like, I've had chances to see bands yeah. all the time growing up. I just never go because I fucking hate live music. <laughs> <laughs> Yet you jump at the chance to go to any live show that we talk about because i've never been to nashville <laughs> <laughs> um uh i will say the more entertaining part of just that whole day was the ride-up yeah because me and you were having a fucking ball oh dude so nice. many fucking jokes <laughs> so, so we're we're riding up we're still getting out of north carolina and he's play. i let him do the playlist because he got his phone hooked up and so my car does this weird thing with people with iphones <laughs> it'll skip a song it'll it'll, it'll go bloop, it's <laughs> yeah. like skip and I, yes. told, I was like oh man I fucking forgot that it does that <laughs> like if we hit a bump it skips it like it's a goddamn yes. CD player <laughs> but, I forgot uh, about that <laughs> Alex Alex was playing playing some of his stuff on his playlist random and like at what point you know I'm kind of focused on driving but I'm just still just you know, vibing with the music and, and I said Alex start that over again <laughs> play that song again I remember that and I'm just like and it totally caught me off guard because we had gone like maybe a good three songs without saying much of anything other than, you know, just like a, just like basic, you know, blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah. and we were, you, we were just jamming kind of just walk and I'm just like, dude, turn that fucking song back. And I'm listening to the riff and I'm just like, no, 
and out of a sudden, I kind of scared. I think I scared Alex a little bit. I was just like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, when you're driving and then you just yell, "Holy shit!" Everyone does become a little bit more alert. <laughs> but <laughs> that's it, dude. That's the same riff as Achy Breaky Heart. <laughs> and then he's just like, "What?" And I'm just like, "Turn it again, turn it back." <laughs> and what was the song again? I can't remember. It was, it was um, uh, I think it was. Stab you in the heart, the new Green Day song from a uh, Father of All, the one that was a little bit more. Oh, mm, I have to re-listen to that. But one. Uh, I was just like, because ever, ever since we did the uh, Hearts on Fire kiss thing, yeah, <laughs> I was just like, oh my god, these guys are just robbing fucking riffs left and right. <laughs> That's how you ruin songs for folks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just like, you guys are just cherry picking whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. That's what songwriting is. <laughs> yeah, that's what songwriting is. And uh, during the drive, uh, Alex had told me about uh, one that I had heard before, but I just kept ignoring. Hank Trill. Uh, oh, my God. This for those is... that don't know. Now do, you wanna, now, now, do you want to save this for what have you been listening to, or do you want to talk about we'll, it now? We'll, we'll circle back, but I'm just saying, if you're a King of the Hill fan and you've enjoyed <laughs> our show of the Couch Potatoes, please, by all means, pull up Hank Trill and their myriad of songs about sipping that lean. <laughs> and selling, it, it, making that propane money. Yeah, not cocaine. Propane. Propane. <laughs> okay. Not not an Eric Clapton, more of a Pinkerton Bowden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it was just like we were just listening to all that, and uh, I remember when we got to Nashville, it was because we're coming through the airport area, mm-hmm. and then it's when you realize how massive everything is mm-hmm. when because it's just a dead airport. Yeah. And uh, they got all the uh, parking decks they're building and they're just stacking like fucking towers of parking decks i'm just like god damn this is the hub man this is yeah. the place to be um all these kenny chesney fans just flying in <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um but no we got into the actually a pretty good time because um it just the sun had just went down mm-hmm. and uh you gotta got a feel from like the cityscape and everything going in Especially when we're going to Dukes and coming out, you got a really good view of what the town or the city looks like. Yeah, and it it looked great. Like yeah. it looked good to see another skyline. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, especially for me because I've never seen it before. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the back of my mind, I'm just like Dollywood, Dollywood, Dollywood. <laughs> <laughs> but what are the what are the billboard what are the billboards we saw? And Alex uh, uh, recommended say. We go to the Boot Depot, or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, I was like, the, oh, fuck. Buy like one boot, pair of boots, the... get two pair free. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like, like let's all get thirds on a pair of boots. <laughs> <laughs> and just like, oh, shit. Boot scooting boogie over that motherfucker. Yeehaw. And, 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 uh, and Kate is with caps. So I was like, we'll just make her film us, like, you know, all walking in the line. <laughs> New boot goofing. Yeah. <laughs> that's the TikTok uh, fucking uh, candy right yeah, there. that's what I'm saying, <laughs> man. Oh, speaking of TikTok, we got our Myrtle Beach TikTok. Yeah, we finally got that posted. <laughs> I'm slowly learning that out. <laughs> Everybody has to... T- the ticks and talks. The ticks and talks. <laughs> well, actually, that, that segues perfectly talking about having to learn TikTok into uh, the next day. So, yeah, so it's like we, we get our drinks and grub on at Duke's. We head on back home. One thing, one thing you forgot about. Me and Alex apparently have been around each other long enough to order the same goddamn thing <laughs> every fucking spot <laughs> yeah okay yeah so we stopped for gas and i'm pumping and i'm waiting for chris to get back he didn't lock the car i didn't feel like just leaving it unlocked so by the time i about finished pumping he's walking on out and he's just got a bag of snacks and drinks so i'm like hey be back in a minute i do the same thing 
they didn't have much of the hot food ready, which is kind of what I want. I wanted like some of the roller things. They didn't yeah. have that. So I just looking through the rest of the snacks. So it's like you grab the, the, the traditional car snack of combos. And it's like you, you grab the pizza flavor. And I grab my Diet Coke and the water and head up there, paid for everything, got in the car. And by that point, Chris is already snacking. I take a look over. Motherfuckers eating pizza combos. And drinking Diet Coke. And drinking a goddamn Diet Coke. And I'm like, motherfuck. Same thing happened at Duke's. Uh, they had a bunch of sandwiches, and I was about to order. They had like a roast beef something sandwich over there, and I was about to fucking get that. And then last minute, I made the calls like, no, that Cuban sounds really fucking good. So uh-huh. I, as soon as I get up to the bar or order the Cuban, he gives me my little uh, number stand. I sit down with it. And we're talking with a Will Con, uh, Will Conway. Yeah, uh, Will Conway. He's cool. Uh, we were chatting with him, the set in the other, and by that nicest point, nicest hair I've ever seen. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll say that dude had a mane. Yes. <laughs> Chris was even like, God dude, damn. He puts my, puts my hair to shave. Oh yeah, dude, it, it's fucking impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I like we, Charlie. It's fucking impressive. <laughs> I think we went at him. I think we were talking about it with him for about fifteen minutes about his hair. I'm like, dude, what? I'm, I'm sure he doesn't get that from anyone else. No. <laughs> but no. So right as I done that and talked with him for a few minutes, I turn over, I look, I see Chris is grabbing a little number holder and setting it down. I was like, "Oh, did you get a sandwich?" You're like, "Yeah." I was like, "What'd you get?" You're like, "Cuban." Yep. I was like, "Motherfucker, what I ordered!" Oh fuck! And then before that, we actually walked into the bar. I bought the first round, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this. I got, I got a Coke, and I'll ask Alex what he want. We're getting a, he gets like a Roller Rock cider. Yeah, yeah they had a Roller Rock on the menu. And this guy leans in and, and it says, gets, it's loud as fuck. And he's like, hey, I don't. I, what I heard was, hey, we got a Shackville yes, flavored. Shackberry. Shackberry flavored. I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. It's what he wants. You know? Yeah, so so I hear the exact same thing you hear. Like a weird flavor. Yeah, and, and I hear Shaq at the beginning of it. And and, it, and he's saying, we don't have the Rolling Rock, but we have the Shaqberry version. And he said, Shaqberry version. I re- remember that distinctly. And I said, uh, okay, sure. I'll try his version. Thinking it's like, okay, maybe Shaq paired up with Rolling Rock and they've only got like that version. You feel like you got size 28 feet, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just like, I don't fucking know. And at this point, I'm just like, nor do I care. Just get me a drink. You know, I'm always Get my getting, drink, bitch. It's like, and at this, at this point, it's like, I'm hearing the loud music. You know, it's like, y'all are already drunk. You know, and it's a long car ride. At this point, I'm like, I don't fucking care. I just want my drink. Give me a drink. And he hands it to me, and it's like in this black and gold can. I was like, oh, it must be a limited edition. Take a look off the side. And that's the name of the brand, but it's not S-H-A-Q. It's just S-H-A-K-B-U-R-Y, Shaq Berry. <laughs> All right. And I was like, Down in the berry. oh, that's what that is. <laughs> it's been a long day. Yeah. You just get the wrong drink. <laughs> but uh, it was tasty though. There you go. But the food, the food was fantastic. Oh, food it's was a nice great. little setup they got too. Is this a bar, one guy kitchen? <laughs> yeah. And do not walk up to him. You don't order there. You order somewhere else. Oh, he will complete. You don't exist. Because right. for a minute, I didn't realize that, and I was kind of just chilling, just waiting to see if he'd like walk up, and then I was gonna say something. Finally, I was just like, he's not. Turn it around at the bar. At the bar, it says all night food. The yeah. fuck is, is he really closing down? This place is hopping. He's, he, he well, it was dim. Yeah, and it was dim. Yeah, it's a safety hazard. Yes. I forgot about that. It's not well lit at he's all. He's got one light. 
Yeah. So I'm even sitting there going, <laughs> I was like, it's dumb. He's not paying attention. Fuck, I'm hungry. That's Duke, and that's his dungeon. And right at yep. about that time, I, my eyes point to the uh, sign, small sign that says, do not order here, order at the bar. And then that just gave me a whole extra layer of, uh. <laughs> so now I have to walk back into the loud room. I was hoping <laughs> I could order in the quiet room. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say, it was a nice little packed spot. Yeah. You know, it's something we could have here in Charlotte. Well, that's what I started noticing is... Okay, so leading into the next day, we call Cap. We can't get a hold of him because apparently he's in Target and yeah, like they and have no service. They didn't. <laughs> so I try calling him. Can't get a hold of him. I woke up the next morning. Okay, so. Oh, wait. How the, <laughs> night, how the night ended. Oh, I was going to say how the night continued on for yeah. me. <laughs> so we when we get the hotel, when I made the booking. And I went back and reread it, and it wasn't as specific as I thought it was. But it's like, I swear to you, when I booked the room, it said it had a bed and a pull-out couch. Right. With, so I was like, okay, cool. I'm more than happy to take the pull-out couch, give Chris the bed. He's the one that's driving. Make sure he gets the nice, comfy spot. Well, we get there, and Chris is like, you going to be able to fit on that thing? And it was like, just small couch. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It folds out. Lift up the seat. And I was like, oh, well, I'll make it work. And I set it back down. I was like, whatever. And sure enough, for like the first 30 minutes, I was making it work. Because it's like half the time when I sleep anyway, I kind of like curl up in a ball. So it's like, I'm a ball sleeper anyway. Gotcha. So it's like, I curled up in my little ball. And all was fine in the world. Until I realized that Chris (laughs) likes to have the room set at like 64 degrees. (laughs) Oh, you like it cold. I sleep like a bear. I feel you. I like cold, too. I'm fine with cold, too, but not when my knees are scrunched up to my fucking chest, and now they're getting cold and cramped at the same time. So now I keep waking up because the snot is freezing from my nose as it drips off my lip. And my knees hurt. So now I'm like trying to like, because the one thing he was worried about is like, I snore. I'm like, that's the least of my worries. I I used to sleep with like a white noise machine. If anything, once you start snoring, it's going to put me to sleep. You know, so it's like, that's not going to bother me at all. And sure as shit, never did. That was never a problem. What was the problem though was this length of the couch was the size of my torso. (laughs) So it's like when I did decide to stretch out, literally my knees were already hanging off the side. It wasn't even like my knees were resting on the armrest. My knees were past the armrest. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, if I fully extended my legs, my ass was lifting up from the couch. It's like, it's like that dog. It's, it's like the dog that's on the couch. It just kind of like sinks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it's like. So finally, at like four o'clock, after waking up like four times, I'm like, "What the fuck is up?" Because it's like every time I wake up, also the air is still on. It's not like cycling. It's like on the entire time, and I'm like, "What the fuck is up with this?" I get up, I click it up, and it's like regular thermostat shows the temperature is supposed to be on the one side, and then the main one, it's on like 61, and the button is lit for constant fan, and I'm like, <laughs> "Fuck this!" And I turn that part off, and I click it up, and if like it finally stops some, and that's the first time the entire night I was able to get any sleep because the wind wasn't immediately blowing on me. <laughs> good thing you got. Good thing you got tacos the next day. Well, it's like so. It's like I woke up, and it's like the first thing. I'm, it's like I, I was awake at like seven, and right. I'm just like I'm not falling back asleep. 
I'm just awake. I'm awake. <laughs> and then within about 10 minutes of just being awake, I'm like, and now I'm hungry. <sighs> Everything is a far walk from here. But then as soon as I had that thought, I hear, mm. and the air starts going again. I'm like, I bet you it's warmer outside. <laughs> I just get up, get my shoes on, and I'm like, I'm taking a walk. Sure as shit, it was only a few degrees warmer, but the sun was helping. <laughs> so it's like, fuck it, long walk in the morning. So it's like, I walk my ass all the way down. It's like, I get to McDonald's. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to get a coffee. I walk in. It's like, I'm standing there waiting. And it's like, I'm on the little kiosk. I'm ordering the coffee. And finally, I'm just like, <sighs> I'm smelling the McFood. I'm hungry. <laughs> fuck. I'm getting a big griddle, <laughs> aka middle finger to God, according to Chris. <laughs> it is. It is. It's a sin. So it's, it's, two. <laughs> it's two sins. So basically, I just spent the morning just like uh, eating McGriddle, drinking coffee, and watching Kenobi <laughs> in the McDonald's. <laughs> I was like, just hungover. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, uh, before we had left Dukes, uh, we all decided to pile because I drove. Yeah. Um, and I was going to drive us all back to the hotel. Well, Tyler had came out with us, and Tyler had got. I was going to go to like a lift or some shit. I was like, "Dude, where the fuck are you staying?" <laughs> oh, I'm just staying over here. Send it to Alex. I will drive you there. You sad music hobo. <laughs> yeah, because it's, like, because it's like we met up with him. We're hanging out, and it's like we all pile in your car, and he's just kind of like because he, he's a small guy there's, there's nothing wrong with that yeah, but it's this. like he was standing there with this big ass backpack mm-hmm. kind of like super tiny small frame like looking at us and it's like all you can really see is like the glow of his phone against his face mm-hmm. and it's like after we had said like bye to him and everything and it's like he did look really sad that's why I said something yeah. I would have been aggressively helpful about it too <laughs> get in the car get the fuck in the car and you were basically <laughs> Get your scrawny ass in the car, you music hobo. <laughs> and uh, I've dr- I've driven drunks around before. <laughs> this is not the worst time. No. But it does remind me <laughs> of the worst time. <laughs> because at this point, I'm only two ciders in. Now, granted, I've not had a lot to eat. Mm. So the two ciders are making me feel really good. But I would say that night, that yeah. night, I was far from drunk. I was just feeling good. So it's like, at least you had a co-pilot that was just like, feeling a little warm. Yeah. <laughs> but then I'm you had three drunk bastards in the back uh-huh. seat. <laughs> Lit up from Hollering a sh- and yelling at each other. Lit up from a show. Yeah. And I was in vacation mode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we had a, we got everybody there to the safe spot. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Got everybody where we needed to be. Um, I, did, I did like Tyler. He's like, I'm staying at a comfort inn. I'm like, which one? There's 15 <laughs> of these goddamn things. Yeah, I know. You were like, where are you staying? He's like, oh, I'm just staying at the comfort inn. Like, you'd be like, oh, shit. I know where that is. Hop in the car. <laughs> yeah, I know. Got it. Uh, First time to this town, but I got you. I got you. I remember it like a back of my hand. <laughs> um, but the next morning, I did see that he had left. So I was like, okay. Doot, doot, doot. Break that motherfucker back to 59. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, Which was fine. I was like, you can do that after I leave. But goddamn, but, uh, you were freezing had, my scrawny we, ass out. We, we decided to actually go out and see some shit. Yeah. Because uh, we were still unsure if Tuck needed you around 3. Three o'clock. Yeah, because because he had sent me a message the night before, being like, "Load in is at three thirty. Shows at uh, doors are at seven. Shows at 8. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay." And it's like I wasn't going to immediately hit him with like, 
as soon as he texted me that being like, so you won't be there at 3.30? As you're going to get a response being like, no, motherfucker. Why else would I have told you that exact time? You know, so I'm just like, so I'm just going to let it ride. And I'm just going to ask him the next morning, see if like his opinion has changed at all. So it's like right about the time where like, fuck it, we can't reach Cap. And I was like, well, he said East Nashville was cool. Talking about yeah. you guys. So it's like you, you had already told us, you're like, East Nashville is really cool. So we're like, fuck it, let's just head over in that area and we'll just fart around there and just tell Cap meet us over there. Well, on that way, I was like, well, let me go ahead and text Tuck, see if he still needs me at 3.30. I sent him a text that he need me 3.30. Immediately calls me. <laughs> <laughs> and starts talking about, you know, social media things to set in the mm-hmm. other. And I was like, okay, cool. Can't so break it up and shit. Yeah, and, and breaking up big time. And I'm just like, okay, well, I, I can barely hear you. I said, but do you need me at 3.30? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you now? I was like, oh, I said, well, uh, Chris and I, he's like, Jesus, Chris. I was like, yes, Jesus, Chris, <laughs> Jesus, Chris and I are driving around. So we're probably heading to uh, East Nashville. So we're probably going to grab a little food. He goes, Ma's Tacos, Ma's Tacos, go to Ma's Tacos. I was like, okay. Guess we're going to Ma's Tacos. Well, because here's the thing. Uh, as much as you know, we talk about you know, you know the eccentricness of talk. It's like the one thing he is a one hundred percent constant on is he is picky with his food, rightfully so. He, you know, yeah. he does a lot of clean eating. So it's like when he says a place is good, that's the first thing I I immediately trust his opinion. If he says a place has good food, I was like, because this motherfucker knows good food. So it's like, okay, we're we're going to Maz, and it, so it, that wound up being like what. Five minutes from where we were anyway and we're like fucking yeah, we, we, score we were already heading that way uh we popped in the gps we pulled yeah. in and it, it was the cool thing about it was there was two restaurants on one side mm-hmm. Moss taco mm-hmm. and uh the drum shop yeah. yeah that was next to it well i will say this it was weird because we walked into the joint and walked out of the joint <laughs> because we, we didn't know what outside. we were doing we had to order outside uh and you could tell this place used to be like some old like deli yeah. right where you could go inside order at a big counter and you wait for your shit well, we're ordering, and I'm looking at the I'm looking at the menu online, but I'm also looking at some of the knickknack stuff they have. They have shirts, and it's like, hey, I I sat through the line at Mostock. I'm like, what the fuck is it? That's a cool. Little, that's all right. It's a cool little thing mm-hmm. because there was like maybe like two, three there, people. There in was front two, of three. There's two, three people in front of us. Two people behind us. Yeah. And then uh, we go to order, and it's a call your name kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so we go sit in this nice little patio area with a roof and lights and shit middle of the afternoon it's shade it's nice you know it's mm-hmm. nice like, and, like we're, we're really feeling it both of us are yeah. just like this is it awesome it felt like you were at a cookout almost yeah. yeah um and then i turn my head and i see the line building like to around the block and yeah. i'm just like jesus christ yeah we just, just got, got there <laughs> uh-huh. so like by the time me and kate get out there we have to wait in fucking line yeah because yeah. you had finally reached out to us like right as we were about to park right and i was like well we're heading to mas tacos meet us there i'm sure we'll be there for a little bit and it seems like there's some actual some spots to hang out afterwards so yeah. let's meet us over there yeah so i love had, little walk-up spots like that we, though. uh we head up to mas taco uh, now we ordered what was that corn thing what was it Ah, oh, fuck! What's it called? It's it fried lo- corn with cheese. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't get one, but it looked good. If you had not said, I was, li- I literally had it on the ready, and as soon as you said that, my brain elote, elote. <laughs> so we ordered some elote, uh, some taco. I ordered some tacos. Yeah, and I got because a- reverse back earlier, I had already had a huge ass coffee and uh, and uh, the fucking um, McGriddle. And it was not sitting with me. Mm-hmm. It was not hitting good. So it's like, but at the same time, it's like, oh, I really want to get something. It's like, I was like, 
three dollar elote yeah that's fine i kind of want to spend a lot of money but i want a little something and that's gonna that'll be just yeah. enough so uh i got us some lunch we go sit down and i ordered a vegetarian taco i didn't think too much about it and the ingredients are bad shit <laughs> it's uh sweet potatoes what uh was it uh quane or whatever it is quinoa quinoa Dude, this is the most delicious fucking taco I've ever had in my goddamn life. <laughs> it was a sweet potato quinoa. A sweet potato taco. All yeah, right. dude, it was fucking delicious. I thought it was going to taste like shit because I ate that at Lote very quickly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you mowed through that thing. But uh, the pulled pork mm-hmm. tacos were yeah, like shit. Your tacos look great, man. Yeah. I just wish I'd had more of an appetite to eat them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Moss tacos is the shit. But So we're all sitting around. Cat pulls up. Him and Kate come over. They get their food. We're hanging out. And... Moss Taco has a weird little vibe. It plays music, and then they'll stop the music. Well, they'll lower the music, and then they'll call your name. Yeah. It feels like a <laughs> weird strip club. It does, because they're like, Jennifer, your order is ready. Jennifer. Coming to the stage. Yeah, man, that's what I started doing. I was like, it started doing like the, uh, the South Park. Jennifer wants to come out to the stage. Jennifer. Yeah. Don't forget to tip your bar two for five drinks. Now here comes Cinnamon. And I'm just like, I kept giving off that weird stripper vibe. Only a Maz Taco. Only a Maz Taco. So we finished up. We decided to head up. Uh, check out the jumps, uh, drum spot. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like in Galton, every store is either a vintage shop or a music shop. Yeah, you know. But I was taking some photos of it. I sent it to a friend of mine. And she was fuming, pissed because <laughs> she's a drummer. She's like, "Where the fuck are you?" Wait, at? she's a drummer, and you've not told us about her. She don't play y'all's music. <sighs> she plays good music. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> write another Scooby Doo song. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I'm taking these photos because I know that my friend and his and her dad are going to be fucking cheesy yeah. with these fucking things. So I sent her all these photos and you guys were, uh, there was a guitar thing in the back, which was kind of cool. It was yeah. a nice little closet, basically. Yeah, it just blew up and it's like, holy shit, there's a whole other side of this building. Well, see, I didn't even realize that because mm-hmm. it's like. Because you some... went in and it was like, oh, it's just a jump shit and walk back outside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I kind of just did like the, the Grandpa Simpson meme where it's like he walks in, puts the hat down, and he immediately picks it right back up and turns back around. Kind of did that because I was like, I'm not a drummer. I don't give two shits about this. And right as I turned back around, I think it was Kate said something like, there's a whole lot of guitar stuff in the very back. And I just turned to Chris and I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I just walked right back. No. The, whole, like, the, whole, the whole setup was pretty neat because the building is connected to Boss Taco. Mm-hmm. It's in the same like structure. Yeah, but you had an in and out uh, in the drum spot because you could walk through the front and just walk out the side door. Right, and I'm just like they're very brazen about that shit. So they're yeah. just very casual. <laughs> Uh, they had all the stuff outside. They had all the stuff inside. Mm-hmm. You know, I do like the manufactured drums. I do like you know the time, especially the guitars too. Yeah. But um, there was the guy who had his little uh, shelter thing set up outside, selling shirts and vintage bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was kind of curious how much that uh, drum seat was. I was too because it was so cool. Because the cheetah print on it. Yes! And, it looked, and, and you know, and I'm the, sitting here going, like, I would so use that as a computer chair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, but that 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 would be a cool chair, you know, because that's your aesthetic. Yeah. You know, that would work great. And I'm just like, just buy the goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I didn't want to be like, yo, man, how much is this? And you'd be like, $75. And I'm like, never mind. Nope. No. <laughs> Come back with a shop budget next time. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I came with a food budget. I knew I wanted to eat. <laughs> yeah. So we were there for quite a while. And then uh, we decided to go up a few blocks mm-hmm. to the vintage tea shop that yeah. you, you found. Yeah, that was Starstruck, yeah, right? Yeah, Starstruck. Yeah. And, and which we found a bunch of really funny things. And we'll post photos of that because Cap's already put a few on his page. We'll put it on the oh, Instagram. Oh, he's going to be a meme. 
Oh, oh you are absolutely about to be a meme, good sir. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that that finger point? D- dude, everybody was Rhinestone so- Cowboy. Dude, everybody's like, you better have bought that fucking jacket. <laughs> so we're just looking around, we're looking around, and they do have very unique things. Oh, yes. Uh, Alex got him a cool, uh, badass uh, white jacket. Yeah, they Is had like dim? this white corduroy. It was corduroy. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of like an off-white cream corduroy jacket. It just it fit like a damn glove. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of geeking yeah. out because I'm spotting like stuff because it's all it's not my size it's 70s yeah 80s rocker kid size yeah. right and i've seen it, it it was varied there was a sixer jersey mm-hmm. next to like a garth brooks shirt yes uh, <laughs> uh boots and all the different vintage boots um yeah because i was even fucking with you here i was like oh chris i got your boots and you're and like I, just, I doubt they got a size 13 dude i walked right over pair. i walked right over to the corner because i was just like because i was looking i was like okay that's the small i bet you all the way over here i walked to the far end pick one up look at, i was like chris 13 yeah. <laughs> like the one fucking the pair. White, white snake skin dude yes they, they were styling they were and some they, fucking they were roughing <laughs> some texas rattlers yeah. dude but uh we saw that, and me and uh, I'd said something to the cap. I'd spotted something on the corner of my eye. It was a jacket. It was a Loretta Lynn jacket yes. with a fucking dragon on the <laughs> yes. back of it, and it said Pacific to where I'm just like, when you think Loretta Lynn, you think of the triad, <laughs> the Yakuza. Yeah. <laughs> You ain't woman enough to take my, my man. man. I think we didn't get a photo of Shay that. <laughs> no one thought to grab a photo of that. But there was so much cool stuff to like just take photos of. There were yeah. pimp jackets. For real. There, there were the rhinestone jackets. We actually just stood around this one little thing for a while. I'm just like, hey, what do you think of this? Yeah. Uh, and we were like just trying different shit on being goofy. Seinfeld puffy shirts. Yes. All the puffy shirts. Uh, all the cowboy shirts, oh, all yeah. the cow- all the vintage uh, tour shirts, mm-hmm. dude. We found some like gems in there too, like. Yeah, dude, they were all like, uh, it's like seventy five bucks for a t shirt with holes in them. But <laughs> there was some cool shit. It was like on there original too. tour shirts too. So. Yeah, dude. Next time we should go to uh, Black Shag. That was one place that we went to uh, the following Sunday after y'all left, and it was like that but bigger, Ooh. and they had but more expensive t shirts yeah. too. Like we need, uh, to, we need just to put some money in a hat. <laughs> and like, hey, this is our this is our fuck around money. <laughs> yes, for real. But, get the uh, two of us get out there with acoustic guitars and just, yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah. But uh, it was a cool little spot because because it's in a corner. Yeah, and you can't see it. The only way to see it is if you see the giant hot air balloon painting on the fucking side. Yes, yeah, so I did mm-hmm. grab a photo of that. That's too. cool as hell. Um, yeah, took, you knew that took time. Oh yeah. yeah. But uh, the whole place had a great vibe. The music was good. You mm-hmm. know, everybody that was in there were coming in and out because uh, we were leaving as it was starting to get packed. Yeah. Um, and we hit up this uh, little Ricky Dink book bookstore mm-hmm. um, and found you a book. Yeah, I found a uh, pulp uh, a coffee table book. Yeah, I thought I, we were, all three of us were looking at it, going yeah, like, the, one of us is going to get this. Yeah, the art of pulp fiction: an illustrated history of vintage paperbacks by Ed Holtz, H U L S E. And I will say, when me and Alex got back, we cracked that motherfucker open, and we were just laughing our asses. Oh yeah, Dude. there's so many great titles there, in there, there, man. There, there are some weird titles. Yes, there's some weird photos. It's a lot of choking bitches. Yes, like, <laughs> monsters, like, monsters choking bitches. Yeah, it's a lot of guys <laughs> killing women. But, uh, Dude, it tripped me up because it had like uh, some of those Tarzan books yes, in like there too, this, which my grandmother had. Like this one, sequel to Below the Dead Line on the Trail of Big Finger. 
<laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's just like, all, and like some of those books in there are just like ace doubles, which I have, which I thought was really cool to see in a book like this. Um, hell, you actually see the artwork of the original Lord of the Rings paperback book. Yeah, I was all days that are dynamite. Yes, these are all just like punk rock songs, pretty much. <laughs> Mistress Murder. Yeah. Tell me, tell me you couldn't just name albums. <laughs> Death is a gold coin. Yeah. And like the whole Death book. Death is a gold oh, coin. And, and the, the one we were having a lot of fun with, the Leather Pushers. Yes. Oh, yes. That, <laughs> is, that, is, that is hardcore Oz type yeah. shit. <laughs> that's, that's what. That was, uh, so that's that's, that's Ted Cruz's ha- second lifestyle. <laughs> that's what happens when uh, Rob Halford shuts the doors. Yeah. Oh. bit. <laughs> Hell bit for leather, hell bit for leather pushing. Gross. But uh, anyway, we 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 come out of the bookstore and we find out that it's tied to the Drepper store. Yeah, because she's like, "Oh, you guys look like musicians. Are you guys in a band?" And Chris is like, "He is." And yeah. Bailey points at me and the cap is just like, "God damn it!" <laughs> she's like, "Well, you guys should totally check out the drum store. It's our sister store." We're like, "We just got back from there." Yeah. <laughs> and but I was telling Chris, I was like, when we were standing outside, Cap was grabbing the car. I was like. I thought it really interesting, though, that a bookstore and a drum store are sister locations. I think that's a, that, hmm. I think it's like a really great for a place like Nashville with the niche shops and stuff like mm-hmm. that. They yeah. kind of piggyback off each other. Yeah, because you know, like think of the demographic. You know, it's most likely a guy going to buy drums or music bullshit, and maybe he's got his girlfriend with her. Guess what? We gotta go to the t-shirt. We gotta go to the t-shirt store. Mm-hmm. We gotta go to the bookshop. We gotta go to the coffee shop that's connected to it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gotta and go to the antique furniture store. My stomach still wasn't messing up no. on me. <laughs> um, and so we, we were hanging out there for a while. Yeah. Um, Even though it was a small place, I bought it, a mystery book. Oh yeah. So, yeah. so, so and I'm curious lady, to know if you bought it because you got called out. No. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, I looked at it before. I was just like, okay, I bought mystery comics before, where mm-hmm. you buy like 20 comics in a bag. Yeah. And half of them are just shit. And then some of them are like some really good gems. Like uh, one was a Spider Man comic I hadn't seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, she had these in a bag, uh, one book in each bag. Uh, and she gave three points on each one. Each one said science, comedy, this. Mm-hmm. This one was robots, murder, mystery. And I'm just like, <laughs> yes. Fuck it, why not? So, <laughs> well, because at first you were picking it up and like holding it up to the light, and the try- lady's like, "Are you trying to figure out what it is?" I'm just and she's like, like I'm "Are you trying to, to cheat?" I'm trying not to buy a book I own, bitch. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, I get the Pulp Fiction book, and I decided to pick that one up too, just because you know, yeah, it's money. You can't take it with you. <laughs> um, so I spent like seventy bucks in that motherfucker. Yeah, cool. Well, because that Pulp Fiction book was not cheap. Yeah, it was like forty five, fifty. Bucks. Yeah, because because all of us were looking, I was like, ooh, and even in the back of my head, I was like, I might pick that up. And I saw the price tag, I was like, I'm not that gonna pick. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just like, Chris I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, like, I know, man. Almost, I did. I did not give a fuck this last weekend because I spent a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> almost, uh, almost bought that Gonzo book too, the Hunter S. Thompson uh, I think I collection. Had that book. But like, anyway, you got one of my books already. Uh, I do. And I am reading it. it. I am reading it currently. No. Not finished, but um, so we got the. So I decided. And the lady says it out loud, and she's like, uh, "Are you going to open it?" Yeah. I was just like, "Yeah, I guess." Fuck. <laughs> I crack it open, and I'm looking at it real hard. Uh huh. It's a very easy read book. It's probably like something I could read in probably like two days. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looked interesting. It's a it's a science fiction thing about robots, and I'm pretty sure it's the written adaptation of the book of the movie Mother. Right. Um. Hmm. So it looks good. Mm-hmm. I haven't read it yet. Still on my nightstand, but 
of all the things I bring back from Nashville, it's fucking books. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so we, we just kind of mess around the afternoon, then uh, we make our way back to the hotel, in which I've mm-hmm. got to go ahead and scoot on out because, yes, I was needed at 3.30. <laughs> so uh, I go to hang out with Cap for a little bit in his room watching Harry Potter. No uh, shit, Harry it, Potter. It's one of the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, because we're all just like tired, resting, yeah, no. playing on our phones. It's just on the background. <laughs> and so uh, we decided to head out. We were going to hit up this Japanese steakhouse Oh shit. Uh, before we left out. Um but I kept thinking, I kept forgetting something in the back of my mind until we started leaving. And was, oh fuck, I need to call this place to see if there's a wait. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, hour half wait. I'm just like, word. <laughs> and they come outside. I'm just like, we ain't going there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you and Tuck had recommended a Greek spot. Oh, dude. Yeah, because uh, yeah, so I had this boogie over there pretty early mm-hmm. because if it's if it's a place like the milestone or like a smaller venue it's basically like yo doors are at seven so show up here at like 645 to load in your gear you know and mm-hmm. it's pretty like so most of the time they're not even there at seven to open the doors even so you're just like hey you know and they're like yeah just load in when you play you know that's, that's how a lot of these places go but this is actually a live nation type venue right so it's like they were running on strict time schedules and everything was very professional and it's like burr, 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 burr. we have jackal tonight so. yes yes so you know we, we have to make sure everything runs very smoothly and so even by the time we get there at 3 30 jackals already sound checked they, they're already done like they were wrapping up like when we were finishing loading up they rolled it hard on a bus and everything oh yeah so it's like so we get everything loaded up i set up merge they do their sound check and at that point we just had all the time in the world to fuck around as like we started getting hungry and there was a greek place just right down the road and we we're like ah we don't know but whatever dude so fucking good dude we got like all those those giant ass bowls yeah mm-hmm. so uh, you talk about you got like a what a pita sandwich or something yeah i got the chicken pita so we got uh, the bowls and holy fuck those things were massive it's like really? ordering shikis mm-hmm. and it's the the family one yeah it's that big she, oh, hell fucking wow. Kate got a salad that thing was massive yeah yeah no uh, Tuck got one of the salads and it was pretty fucking big and but, we were uh, just like whew we still gotta see a show tonight <laughs> <laughs> yeah even I was just like ugh <laughs> I'm high on pita yeah well, and it was cool too but I don't know if they were just being cool to us or anything or they just like misheard the orders but it's like none of that was supposed to come with fries but we got like two things of fries at the table too and oh my god they had like parmesan and garlic on them and all this other stuff it was mm-hmm. like fuck i love greek food too oh yeah, yeah uh, it, it was, was first time i had greek food that was good really yeah most so, greek places i've been to taste like shit oh man i'm sorry to hear that I, greek is one of my favorite like aside from like the basic italian and asian and mexicans like mm-hmm. greek is one of the my favorites that doesn't get mentioned often yeah. as like a it's all in category <laughs> like greek's kind of like you know with me it's like a once in a once in a blue moon kind of deal but yeah. it's always like super great anytime i do but uh we left out of there we walked up to the venue um so we get in there and i'm waiting for it to fuck up i, I will say <laughs> that every time i go to a venue i wait for something stupid to happen no they Cap, all had their shit together but uh cab is like hey you know our names are on the list and the guy's looking and he's like looking a lot uh-huh i'm just like yeah i guess i'll pay to see mm. jackal <laughs> but now we were all in the, we were all in there we didn't have to pay the monies yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well no the, the reason he probably had to look is because at the end of the day i think there was like four separate lists with different names it's like for you, both bands it's like he forgot that tuck smith might have a guest list too <laughs> there was also just a lot of people between the two bands <laughs> yeah that was like a bunch of people that both camps knew yeah, yeah. so in uh, town. we were chilling out you were already there doing your thing with mm. the uh, merch and everything 
Um, and I will say that it, it is, it was a great show. Tuck, fantastic. A, a lot better. I think it, I think better it, than honest, Myrtle Beach. I was going to say, yeah. that, there was a lot of factors happening at Myrtle less Beach. Less water, just made less that. boat people. <laughs> <laughs> better acoustics. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so they, they were much more in their element. And, and the room. The room sounds great. Yeah. I love Basement East. Yeah. So I the, wish they kind of expanded it a little bit because I had that curtain up and yeah, kind of yeah. cut everything in half. Um, yeah. But no, I thought the room sounded good. The guys played really well. And Jackal played really well, too. It's like, because I remembered, I remembered open for them when I was playing guitar in 21st Century Goliath. That's when, when I saw them. Yep. And, 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 and again, that's what, because Chris was like, oh, yeah, I've seen Jackal once. I was like, when? You're like, yeah, Amos is in Charlotte. I was like, huh. Who? Who was opening? You're like, Goliath? I was like, oh, so you saw me play. You're like, huh. Yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> well, this was my first time. Yeah, I used to listen to them when I was a kid. When mm-hmm. I was about 16, 17 years old. And we would have, my buddy's uncle would have these fucking CDs. Yeah. And I remember every fucking song this dude was playing. <laughs> like the back of my fucking <laughs> Drive. But like every song was playing. Like, holy shit, I heard that song before. Yeah. And I've heard this one. I've heard that one. And I was so just, real quick. How does that feel on like a completely separate note? Not Jackal, just any band. Like if you've just grown up knowing different songs, and then all of a sudden, because honestly, I don't think all three of us even realized Jackal was playing until like a couple days before. Yeah. So like all of a sudden, so like, I was down for Kitty Chesney, bro. <laughs> I was going to pop a Miller Light again with my buddy Cap. Pop- Probably dimes everywhere too. <laughs> dimes everywhere. So it's like you know country dimes. So, country all, dimes. so all of a sudden you're hearing, oh shit. I'm going to be hearing a band or seeing a band live that, you know, I used to hear these songs all the time. How does that hit? Does it, is it kind I've of done surreal? That a lot, actually. I've, I've actually done that a fucking lot. Yeah. But uh, is it like surreal or is it just it's almost a little kind weird. of it's like, a little weird. oh, it's just uh, happening? Yeah. So I was in Wizard of Salem and saw Queensryche mm-hmm. and I was just like, I fucking used to listen to you guys a yeah. long time ago. And then I heard, uh, was it, uh, the guys from Wednesday 13 created a new band. What was Murder it? Dolls. Murder Dolls? No, they created a new one. Oh, Bourbon Crow? Gunfire 76? Anyway, There's a whole I, bunch of bands. Anyway, Cam in high school turned me on to Wednesday 13. Right. And I heard them, I think uh, one of them went to become Graveyard Boulevard or some shit yep. like that. Right. And I saw them live at like a kind of like a camp thing mm-hmm. oh well well the thing that graveyard uh the guy from graveyard boulevard eventually did that was the very very first project uh, mm-hmm. out of all of it and that was called frankenstein drag queens right. but i saw him i was like because uh, it was weird meeting the guy because he was real friendly and i was helping yeah. him, i was helping him some uh, doing like tiki torches or some shit mm-hmm. and i'm just like oh man what band are you in he's like oh this one i used to play in this one i'm just like what I used to, I dude, I had your fucking CD in high school, man. That thing was the shit. <laughs> you got you and typo negative was my jam, man. <laughs> and it, it is very surreal to hear them mm. and still have that same like studio quality. <laughs> yeah, because like, it's not it's not like ACDC or you know Cinderella. But that's like I said, technically they yes yeah, Cinderella. <laughs> Cap thinks these things are the same. Shit. <laughs> but no, like, it, it, you know, you, the big bands, and then you hear like the smaller ones. Mm-hmm. Um, it is it is weird. Yeah, I will say that someone who doesn't play music, who doesn't isn't a lot around a lot of bands, mm-hmm. it is kind of a weird feeling to be like, I I really liked y'all's music <laughs> a long time ago. Well, see, I almost had that same experience seeing Kiss on the Cruise mm-hmm. because when I saw them opening. From or Motley Crue opening for Kiss, I forget which way it was. Either way, the Duels show on that one, 
I can't. It's like I know certain moments I've kind of fell out of my cynicism and was like, oh my God, I'm seeing Kiss. Holy shit, it's Kiss. It kind of sucks, but holy shit, it's Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like, there's a, but it's like, it was still so far away that it's like I was kind of like witnessing the audio, if that mm-hmm. makes any sense. For the Kiss Cruise, the two shows I got to see with them, I was in spitting distance. So it's like you could see them. It wasn't you were relying on a jumbotron. Mm. It's like holy fuck, Paul is right there. Gene is right there. It's like it, all of a sudden it felt a lot more real at that moment. So kind it's like when they bu- yeah. So it's like when they slammed into Deuce, a song I've heard a million times. All of a sudden it hits a little different because it's yeah. like all the videos I've seen. Well, now I can't just like rewind the video. It's happening right here, right now. And that's the guy. Yeah. That's the guy. Holy shit. If I really tried hard enough, he would notice me. That's fucking weird. You know, so it's like I did. That's the only time I've had that moment, only because Kiss has just been such a big part of my life. And that's the Mm -hmm. first time I saw them that close. There was just a few times of like, holy fuck, I'm really close to Paul right now. Yeah. <laughs> In the star child makeup. <laughs> yeah. Man, I can't, I'm trying to think if I had that experience at a concert before where they were that close or if there was like, actually, you know what? I think part of one was like just Jack White being, you know, 10 feet away from me, you know, just hanging out or whatever. It's like, I'm too chicken shit to go even try to say anything, but holy shit, there's the guy. You yeah. Know? No, and, and I've not really even had that with like, celebrities or musicians being but around like, but yeah he was like a big part of my life same thing like you were talking about with kiss is that kind yeah, of thing yeah okay i guess i could see that like if i all of a sudden there was like ace somewhere i'd be like holy fuck it's fucking ace really yeah it's goddamn ace really around there <laughs> <laughs> which that will be a fun little wrap-up thing we'll, we'll talk about but no so uh y'all had to leave midway through k wasn't feeling that great so it was time to kind of get away from some of the loud noise and sit down and chill some so yeah, yeah. uh the night wraps up with us you know and big chainsaw ending which is always really fun and a new little prop that jesse had that i didn't realize yeah. was a thing <laughs> his microphone stand looked like a shotgun the entire yeah, it's time a, it's a single single low shotgun yeah so i'm sitting here i was like okay that, that fits with their aesthetic you know they're, they're really playing up the you know redneck rock and roll thing they even say it that like in the middle of the set i think so i'm like okay cool that fits well at the very end motherfucking jesse pulls the trigger and this like load of like it smelled like it smelled like gunpowder like regular fireworks i don't it know probably, what the fuck he packed it with it was probably an empty uh, shotgun load which is without just without the beads yeah because what you see uh coming out of the barrel is uh-huh. actually the uh the stuffing cap right right what the beads sit on so what right. you saw was just the cap coming out mm-hmm. of the shell but that yeah. that fucking thing was loud it smelled it smelled like a fucking firework that went off and it was just like it caught everyone off guard we were like oh shit we were, we, we, we were expecting the chainsaw mm-hmm. and we were expecting you to you know destroy the stool afterward we were not expecting you to shoot a gun no <laughs> this is the same crowd that before the show goes on family tradition by Hank Williams Jr. is playing and they have that call and response thing yeah. with the audience why do you drink to get drunk to get drunk <laughs> why do you blow smoke to get high but before that it was brick house yeah <laughs> and like cool in the gang and then fucking casey and the sunshine band but the th- but the thing is man is like you know we, we kind of you know giggle at it but at the same time how many other shows do we go to that that many people get 
into it for real though i will say like, one thing that, about that's, the- that's something to really kind of step back and look at it's like yeah you know we, we go to shows with all the cool kids but how much of them are getting into it no the jackal crowd, crowd came out got <laughs> into it and that was something also really fun to see is like oh wow there is still audiences that like get into music that do the call and response that you know really that clap along like like hell jesse didn't have to try anything to get the motherfuckers to clap he said all right come on within one clap everyone's like Whoa you know just going so that was also really fun to see oh he was great at riling the crowd up oh yeah no absolutely. He, he did he checked all the boxes of like you know all the things a good front man does which yeah. is awesome yep so the night wrapped up it ended it was all fun you know no no big issues with went back sound to, uh, went back to duke's had a few drinks yeah yep. and uh because <laughs> then that turned into the big thing of uh trying to figure out what we're all doing for the after party and it was sounding like we were going to a different bar so I'm texting Cap, being like, hey, where are you? You're like, I'm at Duke's. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to tell the guys. I tell the guys, I was like, hey, Cap and them are at Duke's if we all want to go hang out and chill there. Tucks immediately like, yeah, 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 we'll go to Duke's. It's like, all right, cool. So I text you back. I was like, hey, we'll be there in a little bit. You're like, word. Well, a few more minutes pass, and we all load up in the van. Tucks like, actually, we're not going to go to Duke's now. We're going to go to Yada Yada's. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, so I sent Cap a message. I was like, actually, I think we're going to go to Yada Yada's now. <laughs> And then at this point, Chris is messaging me. He's like, yo, where are you at? I was like, I think we're going to yada yadas. And I think you just read it and don't reply. So I'm like, okay, whatever. He's he's probably relaying messages to Cap, thinking like y'all are still side by side. So I'm just going to keep texting Cap. He'll relay messages. So right at that time, you're like, well, I think we're just going to go ahead and head on back. And I was like, okay, fine, whatever. I'll I'll just hang out with the guys and have them a few drinks. Because by this point, we had been hanging out at the venue so long that I had had a few more drinks, and now I was feeling about where Cap was feeling the first night. Nitty titty. <laughs> oh yeah, I was feeling really good. So it's like because uh, Jesse was buying everyone shots of his whiskey oh, afterwards. Yeah. So I was like, "Fuck it, I have a shot of some Jesse James Dupree whiskey." wasn't that bad. So it's like you know had had a shot, and it's like finished it off with another cider. So like by the time we get loaded up in the van, I'm like, I'm feeling it. I'm really feeling it now. Ooh, yay. I haven't felt this in years. <laughs> so it's like, we, and then he's just like, actually, no, never mind. We are going to Duke's. So it's like, fuck. So I sent to Cap another text back. I was like, never mind. We actually are coming back to Duke's. So he's like, great, lovely. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know what all this means, but whatever. I'll be there soon. But I feel good. <laughs> I did the fucking uh, Chris Farley. Great. Grand, yeah, because I've given them like so many different instructions on what we're well, me doing. And Cap, me and Cap were there. Me, me and Cap and Kate were there for a while. Yeah, because uh, we had walked. We had walked from basement east to there. Yeah, because and it's a, it's a block, it. block and a half. Uh, yeah, because come to find out, that's another thing. Only a couple blocks away is yeah. basement east. Uh, but we had walked past the up and down, the up down. Um, uh, yeah, it was a the video game. It was an arcade bar. bar. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, if you had read your bracelet from the basement east, you would get 25 free tokens to the up-down <laughs> if you had walked in there. And I'm just next like... Next time, baby. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, next time I'm in the basement east, yeah, man, that's another sister shop, whatever. Yep. And I'm just like, I looked in that spot, I'm just like, nah. I'm no. not trying to, I'm not trying to get shit-faced to play video games. Plus, <laughs> 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 the line outside was fucking shitty. Yeah, long. I know. Yeah, oh, I forgot about packed. that. Yeah, so um, mm-hmm. we kept walking. We uh, got over to Duke's. Uh, no DJ for the longest time. It was... You could talk. Oh, shit. You could hear a little bit of music, but you could talk. Yeah. So we're sitting there having a few drinks. I, I had quite a few. Yeah. <laughs> um, more than I usually do. <laughs> and... 
then the music starts playing. This dude plays the saddest goddamn songs back to <laughs> I back. I forgot what he was playing. Back. It was like 50s blues. And, oh, like the yeah, Howl Wolf shit and yeah, all that. It was, it was that. It was a combination of like Tammy Wynette, yeah, Skeeter Davis and shit like that. I'm oh, just like, that's my shit though. Me and you like started cheesing because the divorce song came on. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, it's a song that teaches you how to spell. D I B O R C E becomes final. I had better that than the loud shit from the night before though. God, yeah, but. uh no, we were having a pretty good time. It started to get packed there too. Yeah, mm. and then like by the time you and Tuck got over mm. there, it was like it was all musicians at that point. Well, yeah. So so by the time we finally roll on in, Chris is just on the side of the road looking at his phone. Yeah, because I was done. I was just like, <laughs> I need to get home because if I stay here too long, it's gonna get really really hot and I'm gonna get really really fucking mad. Yeah. <laughs> and then I see Kate outside with the dog, and I'm like, oh shit, I guess they are all leaving. Well, mm. whatever. I'll just meet them back at the place later. But I see you. I see Cap nowhere in sight. And I'm I think like, I was taking a piss or I was closing out. Or yeah, something. I was like, so I was like, well, there's Kate and the dog. There's Chris. I was like, Tuck's talking to the dog and Kate. I was going to see what happened, Chris. <laughs> so Kate, I was like, Kate called her a high, highfalutin hobo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I walk over to Chris. I was like, hey, man, what's it going? You're like, $60 Ubers. I was yeah. like, wait, what? <laughs> Peak demand that's, pricing. <laughs> that's, that's why we weren't like leaving. Like We didn't leave immediately because no. we were looking at that. Because like, I had decided to download Lyft. Yeah. Never, I, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so we left the hotel to go to the venue. Right. This nice lady comes and picks us up in her lift, and nice as hell. Yeah, nicer. Nice she was fuck. super cool. She, she was cool about the dog. You know, mm-hmm. she she was happy to see the dog. She showed us our, her dog and everything. Meanwhile, she's doing eighty fucking six down the goddamn freeway, <laughs> playing motherfucking <laughs> Warren G. G. <laughs> she pulls up, blasted Warren G. And I'm just like me and Cap are great. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then fucking was it MC Hammer. MC Hammer. And then the, it comes and then, then it ends with Salt and Pepper. Shoop. Shoot by oh, see, pepper. y'all were just rolling. We were jamming. Styling. Yeah, we were jamming, speeding like a motherfucker, but we were jamming. <laughs> we pull up to the Greek restaurant, bling, shoot, <laughs> and she's like, "Y'all have a nice day, y'all." <laughs> and then the day before, me and Kate's lift ride was like a, this F, uh, Afghanistan uh, translator. translator. That you had, have no uh, idea what it was like in Afghanistan. Yeah, and he was telling us his life story about you know uh, getting uh, from Afghanistan to Tennessee and working with uh, with Uber drivers and learning English. But he was telling us stories about the Taliban and shit like that too. And then, and then come to find out, Tyler, Tyler got the same thing. guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, what and that, the fuck? And that became I'll, an ongoing thing with the day afterwards. But too. that was the first time I ever took a ride sharing car. Really? That's the first time I ever had to use a ride sharing thing. And I was just like, this is very surreal. I'm not, I'm not in the passenger seat a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, um, and I was, just, I had to download a Lyft and under like $72 for a ride. Okay. Fuck this. I download Uber. Mm-hmm. $64 for a ride. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like peak demand pricing, huh? I don't want to hear another fucking complaint from them people. I really fucking don't. <laughs> yeah, so so we see that, and I'm like, oof. I said, yeah. I said, honestly, I said, just give it a little bit. I said, it'll come back down. I said, I'm, I'm going to grunt in there, grab a drink, and go, go piss. So I, I do all that, and I come back out, and I check, and it was like down to like 50. I'm like, okay, thank God. It's like it's starting to come down. Cause I, I could tell. I was like, I know you well enough now, Chris, to know like your small subtleties. And I'm like, Chris is not all right right now. We yeah, do, I was great my fucking teeth. Yeah, I was like, we we need <laughs> we need to get back. So we need to figure this out. And it's like and I was habitually checking Uber and Lyft, and then all of a sudden, Lyft got down to like thirty dollars, and I'm like. 
we're almost there. <laughs> we are almost there. And it's like, it was like watching the stocks because like, it started ticking up a little bit. And I was like, fuck, fuck, did I miss it? Did I miss it? Is it about to go back up? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I completely closed out of the app and like got wrapped up in a conversation for like five minutes. And I was like, fuck, let me go check it again. I checked it and it said 21. And I didn't even like ask if everyone was ready to go. I just hit book. So yeah. I was just like on it. I was like, too bad. They're going to have to Irish goodbye people. No, you did I don't, the, you I don't, did the right thing. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get a better price. We're going now. <laughs> and even Tuck, he was like offering to like take us back and everything else. And I was like, okay. And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, I just got to grab my sandwich. Whenever it's finished being made, you know, then we'll, you know, scoot on out of here. I was like, it sounds good, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. Save, saving us $50 on a lift waiting waiting he still hadn't gotten a sandwich yet and of course he's talking he's enjoying himself but he still hadn't gotten a sandwich yet either and it's like i look at the 21 and i'm like fuck he still hadn't gotten a sandwich either fuck it and 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 also he was like and if i don't take you all the way there at least i'll get you closer for an uber and i'm like because because he didn't know exactly how far away i was and it's like if it was going to be too far he's like well at least get you here and then you can get the way back because he's got a van with a trailer exactly so it's like i get it so it's like at the same time i'm sitting here i'm like we might have to get an uber anyway fuck this click and as i order i was like hey man i'm getting out of here he's like no no no, dude let me seriously let me help you i want to help you i just need to get my sandwich i was like It'll be here before you even get your sandwich, man. I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> I walk over to Cap. I'm like, Cap, we're going now. He's like, oh, word. <laughs> I'm grabbing Kate. I look at Chris. I'm like, let's go. Yeah, and, I was and ready. <laughs> and it was like the fastest I saw Chris move all night. He just immediately stood up and we're just like walking to the edge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the fucking Uber guy didn't catch the hint. And it was annoying me because it's like I hop up front so I can kind of like navigate with him. And it's like, and I was like, oh, that ordered it, you know, so it's like you can get up there and like Chris is hot hopping in the back seat and it's like he's clearly having a little bit of problem because you're a tall guy and this was a small little car yeah, like a Mercury sedan yeah. yeah and it's like you were having trouble like getting your knees in there it's mm-hmm. like just like wedging yourself in and the guy wasn't catching the hint to like pull the seat up even like two clicks yeah. he could have done, easily done two clicks but he said that he said hey the door's still open I'm like yeah no shit I got a fucking limb outside the goddamn thing yeah and I was, <laughs> and I was like I was overthinking myself because I was drunk. It's like if I was a little bit more sober, I probably just would have said it. I'm the reverse. I get more quiet when I'm drunk. But in my head, I felt like just turned to him being like, could you pull the seat up for my man a little bit here, bro? Like, fuck. (laughs) And then he wasn't catching the hit when you're trying to get the fuck out of the car. Yeah. And that was the time I was sobering up a little bit. I about walked over there and was like, lean your seat up. (laughs) He was, I'm, a, I'm he 50, was a weird 50, dude I'm, I'm anyway. I'm 50 on the ride chair. <laughs> yeah, he, he was a what weird was really dude anyway. It was kind of shitty. <laughs> I was, we pulled out, we got out of the fucking uh, uh, lift, and I told Kevin, you tip her high, man. <laughs> yeah, I sure did. <laughs> but yeah, no, so he, he he was a little weird anyway. Like, a even the things Uber he was saying and, and like oh, not saying, he, he was just acting weird. Yeah, he's a weird dude. Mm, yeah, that happens with uh, ride share sometimes. could be worse. He could have been a, from Afghanistan. <laughs> no, I was... That was a wild story. I that was one of those where it's like he wasn't bugging us either, but he was, you know. That reminds me of like a rickshaw me and uh, Ken took on uh, DC. Yeah. Uh, the guy was from Somalia. And the guy's like, How do you guys like DC? He's <laughs> like, It's fucking amazing, man. He's like, Where are you guys from? North Carolina. He's like, My my son goes to UNC Chapel Hill. He will be a doctor. And I'm just like, That's fucking word, bro. Right. <laughs> He's like, I came here from Somalia in 95. I'm just like, 
fuck yeah, bro. America <laughs> dreamed the shit out of that. I tipped him like 20 fucking dollars on a $5 ride. Dude, that was, was kind of how our ride was. I was like, we're just like fucking we're, live the American dream, brother. Fuck it's yeah. Like, so every day you get... You, uh, fuck get, the man. It's like you get, pull, man. you get pulled over here. They just give you a ticket. You get pulled over in Afghanistan. They kill you. It's like, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> It's it's one of those weird Yakov Smirnoff type sex. Yeah. In yeah, Russia, so they kill you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like we roll in that night, and I turned to Chris. I was like, "Hey, man, I said, you know, checkouts at eleven tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, you, I said, you know, and, and you didn't have work the following Monday. I did, but I'm no. just, and you were just like, you know, you can sleep in the car, or whatever. And it's just mm-hmm. like, okay. I said, you know, I said, I uh, want to get up tomorrow, and you know, go around, do some more shit. And you're like, fuck yeah. I was like, cool. I woke up toasty. I mean, it's like that was the first time I felt a hangover in a minute, <laughs> and it's like it wasn't a bad one. It wasn't a bad one, but it was just enough like, to like uh, knock me off center a yeah. little bit. And I was just like, oh, Advil. oh I'm, not, I'm not feeling it. I was like, and, and, and I was just turned to him. I was like, if we can get Cap and Kate to get like come with us and do shit, we'll like we'll go do something. It's like, but it was just the two of us. Like, you want to like go on back and you were, and you were like, yeah, yeah, that's not a bad idea. So it's like, we knock on your door and it's like, you answer and I'm like, he's okay. He was, oh, no, my hair's like, up. I yeah, didn't even like, he, the fucking shirt. You, you were clearly just waking up. So it's like, we immediately called it without even being like, hey, you want to go somewhere? We were just like, we're going to go and head on back. <laughs> oh, well, in, the back of my mind, in the back of my mind, especially on uh, that Saturday when we've left the hotel, me and you, uh, you, we had brought up the uh, Kiss Expo. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm thinking that is that's convenient. And then I asked the price, and I was just like, "Fuck Kiss." So, no. so, so that, that's a little teaser. I'll get to that one in a bit. But yeah, so uh, Sunday rolls around, we're just like, "Eh, fuck it, we're just we're just gonna go on back." And the only real notable thing that I can really remember from the drive back was on the drive up. We saw a sign for a Bucky's. Yes. And we were like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, they got a Bucky's right off of uh, and Cookville. Like, and it's like, we had just stopped for gas and snacks. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when we got our combos and shit. And we were like, fuck. If we had waited like a few more miles, we could have went to Bucky's. And you were like, on the way back, we'll okay. go. I was like, fuck yeah. And like, I didn't see any billboards for no. it. My, it completely escaped my mind until we talked about making a stop. And I was like, oh, shit, where's the Bucky's? And it's like, so I pulled up on the map and it was like, 30 minutes behind us. Uh, like we was had right just, there, too. Yeah, it was like, we had just passed out. I'm like, fuck, we missed the Bucky's again. Damn. <laughs> so we still didn't, Chris has still not gone to a Bucky's. <laughs> so, uh, so we left the hotel, went to McDonald's, got on the road, and uh, I decided to hook my phone up. And my playlists are a little bit fucking everywhere. Yeah. Uh, it was a little bit of Daft Punk, a little bit of Metallica, Bo Burnham. I was gonna say my, mine's a little bit more over the place, but it's still a little bit more centralized because yeah, like, you, you'll have like some Kiss and then Network yeah. and Blondie, a little, bit, and, a little bit of Hank Trill. Yes, uh, Hank Trill. <laughs> we'll uh, get there. We'll but, get there. Uh, but that was on there. So mine has a lot of like, uh, mine has like Eminem, Marshall Tucker, uh, <laughs> Dolly Parton, Run the Jewels, right. <laughs> Killer Mike and the Boys. Uh, so it's I think it was like uh, Jump at the Fire was playing by Metallica and then all of a sudden uh, this funny feeling by Bo Burnham yes. oh my playing. god and I was like this is a- no 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 it was the other way around it was this funny feeling and then all of a sudden dun, 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 dun. I was like this is a shift <laughs> 
Because it's like funny. Now open it for Bo Burnham, Metallica. Because <laughs> 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 it's like you know, you know, funny feeling is kind of like an existential crisis song. It's about you know, it's the self actualization thing. Dylan song. Right. Oh yeah, it's, it, but it's fucking great. Yeah, because he, he doesn't suck at singing. Uh, <laughs> so it's like you know, it's really catchy, but it's a little bit you know, it's a little bit down in the dumps, yeah. but a little bit redemptive at the end. It's a nice little flow of a song. But yeah, then all of a sudden just fucking Metallica. But I had added some last last minute stuff, especially some of the stuff we heard last night or the night before at the bar. Some cool in the gang. Yeah. And then Little Richard. Yeah. And Jackal. And Jackal. I was going to add Jackal. I was going to add five Jackal songs because I knew every fucking one of them. Because I kept hearing them. In my mind, I'm just like, I know that one, I know that one, I know that one. I'm just like, why do I know these fucking songs? <laughs> but uh, all the way back, in my mind, I'm just like, we could stop at Dollywood. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, another thing I wanted to do, which I knew Alex wasn't down with, was unless we all went, was the Country Music Hall of Fame. Yeah, I still haven't gone either. Yeah, because yeah, I, so. I explicitly told him, I was like, man, I said, if we all go as a group, I'll love it. Mm-hmm. I said, if it's just the two of us, I'm going to lose interest in like five minutes. <laughs> I was like, but I will have fun well, with um, Kat being there and everything else. I said, that will make it enjoyable for me. Uh, we forgot one thing. Uh, after we had left the bookstore, we went to Carter's Guitars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this beautiful fucking place filled with every type of guitar you could find. <sighs> yep. Uh, just about. Um, yeah. But it had a cool vibe, mm-hmm. especially because you could just grab a guitar off the goddamn rack, start fucking finger fucking it. <laughs> and I'm like, if this was a gun store. And Cap and I were finger fucking yes, we everything. Were. Yeah. But, uh, Kids Cap, in a candy store. Cap, uh, I got a video of Cap playing uh, 1917. 1917, that uh, was like the Gibson acoustic guitar. Yeah. And he's played it. So I want Alex to add it to the end of this, but uh, to the end of the episode. But he's played it. And, and you know you can hear other people strumming. You hear it's the like guy, guitar center, <laughs> but you hear the other guy in the electric booth. You know, just playing, and you can kind of it echoes out. Yeah. Um, that one girl, she was playing like a Stevie Nicks song or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like Guitar Center, except everybody can kind of play. Yeah. So um, he's playing, and uh, he goes, "Awesome." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I'm just like that is fucking perfect. So that's when I hit the stop. I was just like perfect. Uh, they had the cool Dobros in there, a couple of steels. Uh, no, uh, no hurdy gurdy. So they had a they no, had, not they, a goddamn one. They had a harp guitar. Yes, yeah, that was weird as fuck. Yeah, they had a two neck one mm-hmm. with well, the weird. They had the triangle neck one. Yeah. That thing is really weird. There, a lot of them were like the uh, headstocks, kind of like bend back a little bit too. If you want to see these, join our Discord. Link yeah. in the bio. For sure real. posted it in there. But, um, yeah, kind of, there were a lot of eccentric stuff, but the amps. Oh, the amps were gorgeous, mm-hmm. man. The older ones, a lot of the old, old ones, uh, a lot of the old style um, tops too, uh, mm-hmm. with the uh, gauges and everything. Yep. A little uh, brown ones look like luggage. Yes. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, that was the Gibson. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there was a couple other, like, little stuff in there I kind of like I don't play so I just I kind of yeah. just admired it I was going to say so uh, as 
a non-musician, are you bored to death when you go in a music store like that? No, I appreciate the craftsmanship. Okay. I was wondering and if so, you d- like, derived any sort of I took a lot of vocational classes in high school, so when I see something that's made like mm-hmm. that, especially like 1917, mm-hmm. compared to like a newer guitar worth $4,000. Um, <laughs> yeah. I can oh, dude, there was but, but, nothing in that shop that was under a grand. But like, no. I was looking at just like the craftsmanship of it, because, you know, these are a lot of, that one was probably hand-built. Yeah. yeah. That probably didn't need a fucking machine. If it did, it was a sawmill type, just saw so i appreciate the design and the aesthetic because mm-hmm. anytime i see like something because i've worked on musical instruments before back when i was in the shop in high school because the the marching band didn't have nobody who was equipped with tools <laughs> so i would put like the uh the little things on like uh snare drums and stuff yeah so yeah, they yeah. Can mount i would just repair heads and stuff like that we mm-hmm. built a gong stand oh awesome but uh so I appreciate the craftsmanship of an instrument. Yeah, I just can't play it for shit. <laughs> right, and if I do, it'll be left-handed. I know that it feels it feels natural. Every time this motherfucker air guitars, he air guitars with his left hand. I mean, <laughs> Joe Perry was a lefty that played right-handed. Yeah, um, but no, I do appreciate the the, the work that is in them. Right, um, it's kind of how Kate looks at guitars too. Yeah, so especially like the steel and the dobros, mm-hmm. because the, just the different designs, and you're still trying to get that sound. Yeah, and I can understand the basic body of a guitar but when it comes to like electric yeah you know that there, there's a lot of stuff that has to go in that to make it sound you know the pickups have to be certain um that acdc guitar you you were holding the malcolm young one yeah, had all yeah, the, yeah the gretch stuff taken out of it mm-hmm. that i appreciate the craftsmanship of that because mm-hmm. you know everything was missing out of it but it's still like you could tell where that where they embedded everything where mm-hmm. everything kind of has a seamless look to it uh, and as a the fan, si- the size itself is kind of wild to look at because yeah. they're tiny people. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like, this is a pretty large guitar for a tiny man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I probably only nerded out once when I was there, and it was one of the last things I saw because at the drum shop they had a beautiful blue guitar. I forget the brand. I forgot to take a it's photo like of the Ernie headstock Ball or something like was that. Was it? Yeah, what, that, the blue one with the uh, the. Turtle, yeah, it kind of had like a star, like we're not a star corner kind of. No, not that one. This one was more rounded, kind of like a a junior body, a a double cutaway junior. Oh, the Dejelico, that guy, Dejelico. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's how you say it. Okay, yeah. So it's like I saw that one and fell in love, but that was at the drum shop. The only other guitar that made me like pause at Carter's was it? Mm -hmm. Uh. Right as we were about to walk out the door, because it's like I saw a handful of them that I liked, but none of them that I was just like, oh, oh wow. Until I saw a 1966 Red Moserite guitar, <laughs> fucking like out of the corner. Like I was, it was like we, were, Chris and I, was literally doing the. Yeah, I guess we've seen everything in here. I was like, all right, I'll go grab Cap. And like right as I was about to like hunt you down out of the corner of my eye, I saw that specific curve, that Johnny Ramone curve, and I was like, mm-hmm. what? Oh, <gasps> a $3,000 like, Mazrite. Uh, yeah, when the when fucking Johnny bought his at a pawn shop for 100 Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I had a great time in that place. Oh, yeah. It was a nice little spot. Getting there was a bitch. Yes. Well, you're going through let's down. Talk, let's talk about the shit hill that is Nashville traffic. <laughs> I understand one-way roads, but ones that loop. Yeah. That, what you, the it, fuck? You do not like a traffic circle. Well, it's not a traffic circle. It's the fact that there's only an inner and outer. Yeah. But the outer gets you one exit, so you have to shift into the inner and out. So you have to bounce between two lanes. And I'm just like, that's dangerous as fuck. Yeah. When you're trying to take the 
third exit on a loop and you're already on the path of the first goddamn exit. Meanwhile, Kenny Chesney land is coming to town. Yeah, 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 and Kenny Chesney's playing downtown. We got behind these hicks in a tractor. (laughs) (laughs) Are you serious? 100%. It was a party tractor. It oh was. My God. It was one of those. And they were drinking fucking tractors. They were drinking oh, Miller Lights, man. singing Yeehaw. country bullshit. <laughs> and then there was a couple party buses. Yep. Uh, open, open top party buses. Like the ones you'll see down in Noda mm-hmm. sometimes. But yeah, this music town. I'll give it to them. I they saw were, like two. Uh, but that was the weekend to go. I'll tell you, that was the fucking weekend to go. And I told Chris, mm-hmm. you could I was see like, Kiss or Kitty Chesney or Quiet Right. Well, I was telling, yeah, Jack- for real. Well, and Jackal. Well, I was telling Chris, I was like, man, I said, downtown Nashville would be so fun to explore being dropped off in it yeah not trying to navigate it not trying to park it but just take an uber down there and mm. then like from there like grab scooters or bikes or you know yeah. quick little you know hey take me down the road uber kind of things is like i would only want to deal with that because it looked like there was a lot of cool shit there like it's not like a like our downtown like they it's had like, like broad, record yeah they, they record had, shops and shit yeah, like that music shops and record shops and clothing shops and, and venues and venues it's not just Restaurants. That's yeah. all, that's all our downtown is is restaurants. It's, it's like all live music. Every band's playing the same goddamn thing. <laughs> you're hearing Chattahoochee. You're hearing Sweet Home Alabama. You're hearing Kid Rock. <laughs> yeah. So you know, again, went home Sunday. But the the overarching thing that we've kind of talked about a few times was much like on No Time to Turn, part of the Something Good Network. Definitely check it out if you are a Kiss nerd. I'm uh, not. <laughs> so Chris does not. He's forced to listen to it because we record in his house <laughs> but um i want to talk about astronauts conspiracies <laughs> on the way up cap reminded me he goes oh shit creatures fest is this weekend in nashville and i was mm-hmm. like oh fuck he's right i totally didn't think about that i've seen all the ads for it but shit who's all gonna be at this yeah i forgot and I, too and I, and I pull it up and it's like ace fraley peter chris bruce kulik Vinny Vince. Everybody that used to be in Kiss. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh shit, this is a fucking stacked lineup. Quiet Riot's gonna play one of the days. They've got meet and greets, yada, yada, yada. And I even vocalized it to Chris. I was like, Chris, say, like, holy shit, there, there's a Kiss convention going on. He's like, huh, good for them. <laughs> well, my first idea was like, how much? Just, just yeah. out of the blue, how much? I, I, would, I would give a whole $5 to go to a kiss convention yeah because i'm sitting here going i'm not a big fan (laughs) yeah and i was like you know i don't have a lot of spending money but i could find some spending money at a kiss convention especially if i found the right things i really know what i'm looking for when i go to a place like this it's like yeah i don't know let's see let's see how much admission is click it just to walk in the doors this doesn't include shows this doesn't include meet and greets any of that $175. $175. Nah. Just what to walk in the door. The fuck. And I was just like, okay, what does it get you? And then it was a pyramid scheme after that. <laughs> it's oh, all tears. Yeah. Yep. It's it was all tears and, and yeah, it just oh yeah. So so all the way up to what, twenty five hundred? Yep, yep. And and the included like, you know, photo ops with all the, you know, celebrities and musicians and, you know, VIP sections to all the shows, you know, so it's like it came with the works and drink tickets and blah 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 blah. Sure, blah, Ace still, and Peter aren't cheap. No. So and, and then you know if photo ops for like all the former members are like two hundred and fifty each. Fuck. <laughs> and it's like you can you can bring like one item to be signed, 
and then you get one item sign that they provide you and a photo for like 250 bucks or some shit. Here's 250 bucks. I want my Crazy Nights LP signed <laughs> by Bruce Kulick. But then like Quiet Riot was like, what, 50 bucks? Yeah. <laughs> for all the same shit? <laughs> God damn. Yeah, I'll, that I'll, is an, an insult. Yeah, I'd hang out with Quiet Riot. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, told him, I told him about the ride up. I said, if I had fuck you money. I would go there and just ask Ace Fraley to say, fuck you, Russ, into a microphone <laughs> in a video yes. and be like, hey, Russ, I know you're a fan. I am not. <laughs> this is the Kenny Chesney thing all over again. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, it's like I can see Russ now. He'd be like looking at that completely blank face, thinking he's about to be like, what the fuck? And he's just like, this is so cool. <laughs> Ace Fraley said, fuck me. <laughs> So no, so and like in the back of my head, I'm sitting here going like, I might actually have a few ends because it's like one end I thought I had wasn't going to be there, but then I was like, oh shoot, actually no, someone else I know has a booth there, and like, huh, you know, with, with this person involved, I might be able to like me mute swing us a ticket or two, you know. So it's like kind of kept that in the back of my head of like maybe I might be able to swing getting in there, and that actually be kind of fun, you know, yada yada yada. Of course, I didn't come to be, and it's a good thing it didn't. Because it would have been a huge waste of time. Now, I let me jump ahead of this because there's been a few podcasts already to come out discussing the event. We were not hurt things. <laughs> we were not there. No, we did not experience this firsthand. I'm experiencing this through message boards, firsthand accounts on the message boards, and YouTube videos. And everyone loves to make a point. If you weren't there, you didn't catch the vibe. I get it. So, I'm speaking from ignorance. I was not there. I did not feel the magic in the room. I am experiencing YouTube videos. And that alone is enough for me to go, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was, the they were doing some acoustic gig. Um, I think it was like the Tough Enough band or something like that. They, they were Chips, playing, oh, Chips Enough? Yeah. Or Enough's Enough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's some, one of, it's one of those. It's something I didn't know. Why do I know that? I don't know. They were playing an acoustic <laughs> gig, and they invite Ace Fraley up to play 2000 Man. Yeah. And Ace does not play the intro. He immediately kicks into the bridge right before the first verse. The dun 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 And it's like looking around the room like, why aren't you guys playing? So it's just like... That that and this overarchs to something. I'm I'm gonna make it brief because we're actually going a little long anyway. So I'll make this brief. So Ace is not giving it his all, and then the next day is supposed to be the headlining event is Vinnie Vincent with a full band playing stuff from like the Creatures of the Night and the Love Gun. I mean not Love Gun. Look it up. <laughs> look it up. Era. Now the reason this is such a big deal for the non-Kiss nerds out there is Vinny was part of the uh, Kiss machine in the late uh, in the early '80s, replacing Ace Frehley, but he never signed his documents. He never became an official member, right. though he co-wrote a lot of their biggest hits, including "I Love It Loud" and "Lick It Up." In which he was not feeling like he was receiving proper royalties throughout the years, constantly sued Kiss, eventually put uh, bygones be bygones, reconvened in uh, the mid-90s for revenge, old problems popped up again, continued tried suing them, in which point Gene just completely wrote him off and was like, you're done. He's also just kind of fallen out of the public light. Didn't really do a lot until like maybe 2014, 2015, where he finally started going back out, doing the conventions. I and mean, everyone was like, holy shit, Vinnie Vincent's back. 
we can go into even all the different scams and stuff he's done throughout I the years. Like his is his own podcast. That would be its own. I'm trying to reader's digest yeah. this shit and just make it like understandable for the layman as to why it's even a big deal he's doing this. Yeah. So for the fact that he's going to be playing with a band and playing all these songs is huge because every time he's done appearances and played guitar, he's only played rhythm. And he was known for his crazy, fast, shredding solos, yet... We have not seen Vinny Vincent shred or solo since he's been packing the public eye. Yeah. Can he do it? Does he have the ability? What's going on, Vinny? Why won't you play? Well, this show is supposed to completely turn that around. And the, uh, oh, and the Ace Freely band that played the night before was supposed to actually play a bunch of songs handpicked by the audience. Didn't do any of those. He just played a typical Ace set. Mm, well. <laughs> it, it was very slow in plotting. Well, <sighs> People get into the show very late uh, for the Vinny thing because it kept getting delayed, delayed, delayed. And right before they're about to go in, they start hearing people at the door going, no cell phones, no cameras, no video. I read about this, yeah. No other band was implementing this except for Vinny. He was implementing this. So as people are letting into the hall... You hear shredding. He's already on. They've recreated the Creatures of the Night stage, which had a really big tank with the wheels on the side. And Vinny is perched up on the top of the tank in his onk makeup, just shredding on his classic pink guitar as people are filing into the room. Fifteen minutes later, when he finishes the solo, (laughs) I'm not kidding you, he shredded for 15 goddamn minutes. Just like back in the old days. He didn't have Paul and Gene around to fucking drag him off. He didn't have anyone else around him as drums started. All of a sudden, you hear a drum machine over the PA. There's not a full band with him. It is Vinnie Vincent playing guitar karaoke. And you hear Gene's voice over the PA. Ah, And they bust into I Love It Loud as he's just playing along to a track. Standing on top of a tank. And it's like, Okay. okay, this is a little weird, but whatever. And then he invites Bruce Kulick on stage. Then Bruce walks up on stage. And by this point, another bassist is up. I forget his name, but he's he's kind of filling in the gap and kind of being like the MC now. Right. Bruce gets up and plays War Machine, in which he plays the solo. Now, no time to turn. People know that when we did our Creatures of the Night episode, we determined that Vinnie Vincent, one of the few solos he actually did play on Creatures of the Night was the War Machine solo. Yet Bruce played it. And Vinny played rhythm. So if you, to a drum track. Yeah, so if you go to these vid- if you happen to find these videos on these various outlets that you mentioned, Vinny Vincent, it's uh it's kind of one of those deals where like I'm sure he had the we found out the reason why he wanted to have security not video anything. Yeah, possibly. And then so so that it's it's feeling weird. And then it gets weirder as Vinny invites Ace Fraley on stage. And they're just kind of like, I guess this is happening. And rumor has it, I saw a screenshot, but I wasn't able to like click it, click it. I was just taking people's word. I didn't read it for myself. But supposedly, midway through Bruce playing War Machine, Ace turned to his manager and said, is there any way you can get me out of this? <laughs> He did not want to go up there and do that. Oh, I don't think any of them did. So Ace gets up there. He plays nice. He gives Vinny a fist bump. And the drum machine counts them off. 
and he starts playing Deuce. <laughs> but then you realize the drum machine is supposed to be playing Cold Gin. So he's playing completely off. So the drums just randomly stop, and he's like, what happened to my drum machine? Yeah, he's just not into it. <laughs> so he decides to pivot and start Deuce, I think. Or no, he, he's, he's like, okay, well, the drum machine was playing Cold Gin. All right, fine, I'm going to play Cold Gin now. You know what? I kind of love that. He's like, fuck this gig. I'm yeah. doing whatever the fuck I want And now. then he starts playing Cold Gin as the drum track starts playing Deuce. <laughs> so they have to stop again. In which Ace, in perfect timing like he has on many of these shows, gets back on the microphone and goes, you know I can play all these songs if I had an actual drummer. <laughs> and the whole crowd erupted in laughter. Yeah. And then the drums start back up again, and it rolls like an egg for the first few bars because they're trying to figure out what the fuck song they're playing. But then before you know it, you've got Vinnie Vincent, Bruce Kulick, Ace Fraley, a random bassist, and a drum machine all playing Deuce. Man, I'm sure. What fucking timeline is this? I'm sure they all felt weird about it, too. I'm sure the fans kind of dug it. I'm sure the guys in the bands and all the members were just kind of like, I guess this is happening. Yeah. And, and then, you know, and, and the, honestly, the coolest bits out of all of it was Peter was jumping up with almost every band and playing I stuff. I saw that, too. It's like he jumped up with Ace's band and played Strange Ways and sang uh, Hard Luck Woman. Yeah. And then when he was playing with uh, Sisters Dolls. Yeah, I saw uh, that too. Yeah, he, he played a couple of the solo material songs. And then when he got up with Bruce, he played um, Tossin' and Turnin'. I didn't drums. see that. That's awesome. Yeah, he played drums and sang Tossing and Turning with like Brent and Bruce and that whole band. I gotta find that. I bet that's killer. Oh, that was so cool. And it's like I've I finally was able to meet Brent like on a passing level on the boat. And he honestly is like a really sweet guy. Like he, he seems like he's pretty cool. I saw him with Slash's band not too long ago. Yeah, and, and it's like, but even like on a personal level, like I could see the way he would talk with people and engage with them, and like even the way he spoke with me. Yeah, he's not jaded by all this. No. He is so in it and loving every second. And you could even see it on the video. He like cuts this big ass goofy grin, and he goes. I've waited my entire life to say this. Peter Chris on the drums. Yes. And, it's just like, and it's like, even for a second, I felt it. It's like, I even like, like I swelled up for a second. I was like, I feel you, Brent. That would be so fucking cool to, okay. to be such a big fan. Just to be able to finally say Peter Chris I'll, on I'll, the drums. Everybody I follow that's involved with the camp online or like kids in a candy store that day. Oh yeah. So, so th that was honestly the coolest moments, but the reason I even bring all this up, is I know Russ wouldn't want to do a whole episode on talking about this right. anyway, but I still wanted to make a point, which is one of the things that kind of annoy me reading the message boards and hearing a few of the shows that have already come out were people just going, yeah, but they did the thing, but they, it, it, but they did the thing. At what point do we stop going, well, they did the thing and start going, but they did the thing bad because they're like, they're saying like, Oh, it's just a loose, fun environment. Well, it's at what point do we stop using? It's a fun, loose environment as an excuse. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Everybody's got to get paid. The manager's got to hook up their entertainers. It's like Ric Flair wrestling these days. It's like, why the fuck is he wrestling at 73 when he almost died two years ago? Yeah. And I'm sitting here going like, and I love Ace Frehley to death, but like, 
it's kind of annoying seeing people giving him a pass on the 2000 man thing. I'm like, out of all your songs, that's one of the easiest. I You're riding an A and a D for half of that fucking song. People don't give and a you, fuck. And you fucked it up. People don't give it's like, Oh my God, it's Ace Freeze. It's, it's like rock one, and roll, man. It's like the only person I feel like should have been given a little bit of a pass is Peter Chris because the motherfucker is in his 70s. Mid-70s. And, and still playing drums and singing at the same time. God forbid he doesn't smack the drums super hard. Wah, it sounds like he's tapping them. Cry me a river. Let, show me another mid-70-year-old that could also do it. Yeah, the thing happened. But Ace, he's strumming a guitar. All he's got to do is just remember a handful of lyrics for the songs he's been playing since the mid-70s. That's it. And for some, and, and, it's like, and he can't even like hit notes correctly. Like he's even sloppy with his playing. Even when he remembers the song he's supposed to play, he's sloppy with the playing. Man. And it's not just an ace thing. It's just he doesn't have it. And it just it kind of irks me when people just use it as, oh, well, you know, it's just a fun event as an excuse. It's just like, no, a performance should always be a performance. Because guess what? Bruce Kulick didn't phone it in. His band didn't phone it in. They played just as tight as they did on the Kiss Cruise. No, they I played agree. just as tight as they did in the Las Vegas shows. No, I agree. I totally agree. But Ace doesn't care. And the fans aren't going to care. They're going to show up. I know. And I guess that's just kind of where I'm at. It's just like it's almost kind of sad seeing the fans being so accepting of it and almost kind of like bristling at the idea of like someone like me going, no, that's not up to par. No. You don't need to accept that. Meanwhile, Iggy Pop is 75 years old in France, taking his shirt off and throwing his fucking mic stand against the wall. Yeah. And so it's just like, oh, well, Ace pickled his brain with drugs. I get it. But, like, he's either got to practice more or stop doing this. You know? So it's... it's he, probably, he probably can't stop. No, and he can't. So what was the alternative? Practice a little bit, Ace. Yeah. Get, get back up there. I know you got it in you. You're still quick-witted. You're quick on that microphone to shit on the drum tra- uh, drum machine. So I know you still got your brain with you. Yeah, that's <laughs> Just, like everybody but Gene Simmons, and at this point, Peter Chris now too. I mean, for his age. Well, Gene feels like he's finally crossing into that geriatric side. Like if you look at any of the sound check footage, I mean, he's playing in a robe, literally yeah. a robe. I'm talking about vocal performance and yeah, all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 a weird time to be a Kiss fan. Yeah. So yeah, Chris, you missed a lot. <laughs> you you missed a lot of cringe. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna watch some of that at home. But well, yeah, we're more disappointed that I missed Quiet Riot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they rounded the show off on Sunday. Honestly, man, if we had been able to go Sunday, we would have kept caught all the good uh, shows because that would have been Bruce Kulick's band, which mm-hmm. killed it, and Quiet Riot. <laughs> so that we would have actually gone on the one day there wouldn't have been as many cringy live music moments is he related to the guy bob kulik yes that was his brother oh the guy that did like the reed shit yep Mm -hmm. okay yep and bob kulik was also a ghost musician on a few kiss songs okay yeah bob tried out for kiss the same day ace fraley did and they almost hired bob but they didn't because he was bald yeah and he didn't want to grow his hair i was in uh i was in uh uh was it uh i was in charlotte I can't remember where I was at. I think it was, might have been tr- was it Tremont? No, the Fillmore. It was the Fillmore uh, in 2007, and he was there. Oh shit! Nice. Yeah, they were doing like some like 80s mm-hmm. cover music thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he was on stage. 
Oh hell yeah! And they're like, "Hey, that's Bob Hewlett." I'm like, "I don't have no idea." The fuck it is. <laughs> yeah, no, Bob, that's cool though. Yeah, Bob has had very interesting intertwinings with Kiss. Because I had looked him up, I had looked him up at home when I got home. I was just like, "Oh, okay, he had something to do with like Lou Reed mm-hmm. and Meatloaf." Yeah, and- I was a big like Lou Reed and Meatloaf fan, so yeah, oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Like, that was he, his brother, he's like bald or some shit. Yep, mm-hmm. bald with a big old mustache. Yeah. Yeah, that was his brother, and Bruce is the complete antithesis of no mustache, long hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, great. so that was our crazy Nashville weekend. Holy shit, we were able to fill up a whole episode just on a trip. And I got to, I can't wait to get back. Where what a, t- a couple hours now it looks like nah, nah we're good we're good but okay. it's about time for us to dig on into our spotify playlist and for chris to gush about what the hell we've been listening to what you listening to son i don't think you like it well why not i like this new generation of music <laughs> where did you record this I bought it at the mall. What that person on your tape has is a medical disorder. Do you want to go first? <laughs> I'll go first. <laughs> All right, Chris. What the hell have you been listening to? Hank Trill. Hank motherfucking Trill. Trill. So Hank Trill is a a rapper, a rapist, Shh, rap, a rap artist. artist, rap artist, a, a rapist, a full on rapist, full on second degree <laughs> rapist. <laughs> Statutory rapist. Um, <laughs> if you like King of the Hill, it's very cough centric, and the I will say they try the voices the best they can, and they do hit. They're fine. It's great driving music, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I will say some songs he dedicates himself to the Hank voice a little bit more yes. than others, and that um, would be my only criticism is if they just dedicated to the voice a little bit more but it would be top notch 10 out of 10 i just love still the idea of uh, the idea of hank being a gangster propane salesman yes so uh, there's propane money propane money two pocket sand propane profit bobby distract which i think is the one that includes boomhauer okay they go they go Hank man, click click pew 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 pew. <laughs> he does that, and, and, and then like the track stops, and the Hank guy goes, "What, what the, the hell, hell did you, you just say?" say? <laughs> <laughs> um, he's got some other ones, and like all the artwork you could tell was done with maybe MS Paint. Yep. <laughs> um, so, like they traced over certain things and then redrew over it. Well, like as as the albums progress, the. Uh, the artwork gets a lot better. So if you look uh, at the end, like this is the first one, and it's just this MS Paint looking shit. Uh, it's bad, yeah, very bad. So, but if we go to the, like the newest one, it's Hank in a hot tub full of lean. Yeah. <laughs> and for those who don't know what lean is, lean is uh, liquid coating. Yep. Mixed with Jolly Ranchers. Um, and he's got a red, white, and blue dreads. <laughs> yep. Some fucking Ray-Bans, a piece, a joint, in the middle of Rainy Street in a hot tub full of lean. Uh, <laughs> Hank, Hank Trills, Trills, Propane Pays the Bills. <laughs> the album. <laughs> Debuted in 2022. And you're like, and I'm listening that is to my this jam. on repeat. <laughs> I can't wait to dub. I got a sample before we started recording. It's, so. it's absolutely hilarious. It's it's some of the best like tongue in cheek comedy music I've heard yeah. in a minute. Um, Only because we're King of the Hill fans. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. 
And, what and it's cool because they and sprinkle I'm re-watching in, it right now too. And, and they sprinkle in just the right amount of references too. And don't forget uh, Hank Trill and Dale Drizzle uh, for their song Pocket Sand. Yes. Dale Drizzle. In which you get Dale rapping and like referencing like the CIA being able and to guns. listen to his thoughts and shit like that. I'm like, this is great. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's. That's that's what I've been listening to. <laughs> Hell yeah. Highly recommended. And like just the artwork is fucking fantastic. God damn. Yeah, it. just this look made in somebody's basement. That's <laughs> NFT material right there. Oh god, they wouldn't steal that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cap, what the hell have you been listening to? A lot of soul music lately. He's Fuck a yeah. soul man. Me and my friend Me and my friend Josh were just passing around this playlist and just filling it up with like Al Green and like have a hit of this playlist, man. Yeah. (laughs) Not Al Gritz. Al Gritz, yes. You know why he's called that? Uh, Because like his uh, wife threw a bowl of hot grits on him, right? Have you heard that? (laughs) No. Al Green was notorious for cheating on his wife. Yes. He decided to bring a bitch back to the house, which you're not supposed to do. No. And he decided to fuck that woman in his wife's bed. And she came home, uh, saw that. Uh, After quiet, she came, <laughs> yeah, no, quietly walked to the kitchen, started cooking grits, and threw hot grits on Al Green's back while he was fucking some chick, and that's why he's known as the Reverend Al Grits. Yep. Wow. He became a Reverend later, but Reverend Al Grits kind of fits. But yeah, a little I'm, bit. Yeah. He's so tired of being lonely. So tired of being. <laughs> yeah, a lot of that. <laughs> Teddy Pendergrass. Every time I hear tired of being alone, I think of Chris Tucker dying in Denver. Uh-huh. It's so fucking sad. But, but Marvin Gaye, Trouble Man. Oh, that's the, the shit. Whole Trouble Man soundtrack's the shit. Uh-huh. Captain America listen to it. Yep. <laughs> I thought about that when I was on the ride back. And I'm like, man, I've been listening to a lot of Marvin Gaye lately. I haven't listened to this album. It's inner, most, city, inner City Blues and shit like that? Yeah, it's mostly uh, inter- instrumental. Yeah. He like, sings across like two or three well, tracks. If you listen to Marvin Gaye's uh, Heard It Through the Grapevine without the song, without the music, it's pretty damn good. Oh, he can carry well, like, it. Got he, to give it up. That's just mostly instrumental. It's just him and the fucking, you know, Hitsville, USA fucking musicians uh, jamming. Yeah. It's but, great. Yeah, there's, there's quite a few. Uh, if you get a chance, check out the Teskey Brothers and stuff like that. They're, they should be on there. Hell yeah. yeah. I definitely will. And then uh, Return to the 37th Chamber album <laughs> with the song Snakes. Oh, man. Oh, my God. That's a soul Old dirty song. bastard. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is an old uh, Return to the 37th Chamber is a Japanese uh martial arts flick but it's just blue songs nice i gotta check that out too but yeah chinese exploitation dude if you uh have some uh soul suggestions hit me up man oh yeah put in the discord too yeah link in the description and uh no one gets on there (laughs) they better um no and then what i've been listening to uh kind of getting prepared up for some of the new episodes of no time to turn i've kind of cross back into maybe my second favorite era of kiss which was their convention and unplugged era the only other good era of kiss <laughs> honestly it was a really fun era and this was this is the uh, definition of loose and good it's like some of those convention shows it's like they are completely fucking it up but it's like you can tell they're trying it's not a lack of ability it's just a lack of remembering <laughs> but uh through, through the ride up, it's like when when I was playing my playlist on the way up, there was, of course, some Kiss sprinkled in. But yeah. then finally, I just dove in head first. I was like, Chris, you got to hear this record. It's MTV Unplugged. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and I started playing that stuff. And man, it still holds up today. To me, some of my favorite versions of Kiss songs is from this record. Like uh, the Gene Simmons solo song, uh, See You Tonight. 
The version on here, fantastic. And was like, and uh, spoiler alert, we talk about um, every time I look at you, uh, lurk at you. Every time I look at you, every um, breath you take, <laughs> we're drowning um, in a pond. <laughs> uh, on the revenge episode that's going to be dropping soon, and no spoilers on that. But it's like my personal opinion is I think this is better than the revenge version. Okay. I think it's great. So, I don't know. To me, this record is just really fun. It's got the reunion of Ace and Peter in there, and then the all-star jam at the end with fucking three guitars and two drum kits. It's like, holy fuck. It's like, that's awesome. And it's like, that's a cool way to hear rock and roll all night with two drums, three guitars, and bass with everyone singing a line. And they did the exact opposite of Creatures Fest. They, yeah. <laughs> say, I, I don't think I've ever heard a bad unplugged album. Yeah. I can't say I have either. Like Nirvana's Unplugged was fantastic. I still, yeah, I still love that one. Even Aerosmith's Unplugged record yeah, like, was pretty good. I don't think I've ever heard a bad one. Uh, CMT tried to do something like that with the crosswords thing. Cross, yeah, they had a heart, and I forget who else. Yeah, there was Willie Nelson and Sheryl Crow. That one's pretty good. Yeah, um, I wish MTV would probably go back to doing that. That I bet that'd be Slipknot Unplugged. Shit. <laughs> no, no, no. There's no MTV. You, uh, you're fucking MTV dun, 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 now. Dun, dun, it's fucking uh, YouTube. I just do that on two minutes to midnight. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been another fun episode of Something Good for You on the Something Good Network. It's all good, baby. It's all gravy. But no, if you dig what we're doing here, check, definitely check out all the links in the bio. Check out. Couch Rotatoes, where the three of us dive into different pop culture-y shit and movies. We're going to be doing a whole lot of Marvel stuff coming up here soon. We got some Doctor Strange and Moon Knight to talk about. We got a little bit more going on. Stranger Things just came out. We still got to finish our retrospectives on that and the new season. So, got some cool shit coming up, y'all. So, stay informed. Sign up for that Discord, as we've said a million times. It's in that link, too. It's... It's fun to join up and chat with us. It's a, it's honestly the best way to communicate about the show. Yeah, because definitely. it's like we'll see comments on our Facebook and Instagram, but like when you comment on the Discord, it's like we immediately see it. So funny. It's like uh, new music, uh, new uh, just new content from all of our creators. We got a bunch of creators in our Discord that put out a lot of cool shit too. So oh, yeah. and even Chris pops his head in from time to yeah. time. Yeah. Yes, please. Jerk my ego. <laughs> That's all we want. I know. I keep telling Chris. I was like, Chris, you really need to look in there more. People are like really liking you. You're like, no. Tell me my memes It's going to make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll post some pictures. I'll post some food. Yeah. There you go. Yep. So Tell me in the Discord if you want me to talk about something in particular, and I'll kind of squeeze it into one of these little shows. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But, Cap, do you have a fucking outro for us? Uh, nope. Rocky Top, you'll always be home sweet home to me. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> boo, cat, boo, boo. boo. I'm terrible at this. Boo, no. Nah. You get a lift driver, she starts blasting some salt and pepper, and Warren G, you tip high. <laughs> That's tip right. High. Every time. At least five. Metro Boom, Howard. Propane tanks got, got me hella bank. bank. Now my diamond's looking rarer than my steak. Propane money, keep it at a safe If you talking out your ass, I'll pop out with this 38 Propane tanks got me hella bank Now my diamond's looking rarer than my steak Propane money, keep it in a safe If you talking out your ass, I'll pop out with oh this man, 38 Bitches, Dale, Dale 
I belong in jail. jail Measuring this coke on the triple beam scale I don't use a triple beam, only measure by the kilo One clip, twelve dead, I ain't got a reload Motherfuckers like to treat me like a god Till I turn into a demon when I run up on your block And I'm sipping on that lean, on that walk Till I'm tripping on shit and I can't even walk Propane tanks got me hella bank Now my diamonds looking rarer than my steak Propane money, keep it at a safe If you talking out your ass, I pop out with this 38 Propane tanks got me hella bank now my diamonds looking rarer than my steak Propane money, keep it in a safe If you talking out your ass, I'll pop out with this 38 Boom hour Tell your foot man, talking about god dang propane man Top out with that gun man, go pew 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 At your fucking brain man Shotgun go ch 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 Hook man, you know what I'm saying man, talking about god Bang, 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 trill man Talking about god dang boom hour, metro boom hour man What the fuck was that? Man, let me show you how it's done. Propane tanks got, got me hella bank. bank. Now my diamonds looking rarer than my steak. Propane money keeping. Thank you for listening. Please insert another coin by supporting the show for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com/somethinggoodnetwork.